We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Warning. The following program contains explicit language and mature content. It is not meant for the easily offended. So if you are an emotional pussy, please refrain from listening. Thank you and enjoy. Back at it, the Words on Fire podcast, your boy Cujo. Your boy Vince out here. Oh shit, yeah, Vince made another appearance, mm-hmm, even yeah. during this fucking <laughs> desert storm that we got outside. We're, we're dealing with like 45 mile per hour winds. Um, so just at FYI, in case something happens, because right, right now, right about 20 minutes ago, I was, in the, I, had, I was in the bathroom taking a piss and the lights kept on flickering. So if anything happens and we get cut off, you know why, and if the fucking, if it sounds like <laughs> We don't know what we're doing. It's not that. It's just we're going to lose fucking power. Um, like I said, we have 45 miles per hour winds out here in El Paso. It's fucking mm-hmm. nuts. And just yesterday, earlier, like fucking three hours earlier, it was fucking beautiful. Not a cloud in the sky. Yeah. It wasn't even windy. <laughs> and then now we're in a fucking, in, in a torrential storm of fucking uh, of wind. Uh, this week, we got a special guest, another special guest. We've been we've been getting blessed. Um, this, this gentleman that we have on goes by the name of... Uh, Mike Gracie, he is a shit man. He is a a, a man of many hats, uh, from uh, weightlifting to uh, training to uh, sponsorships to fucking owning a food prep meal. I mean, gyms, gyms. Food prep uh, company. What else? What else am I missing? Military. I'm still military. military. Yeah, you running uh, for president or? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that the thing Just don't look at my background. You're good. <laughs> That's the only thing I'm missing. Mike, what's going on, dude? How you doing out here today, man? Great, great, man. Uh, glad to be here. Thank you guys for the invite, man. It's an awesome uh, honor. Appreci- well, thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate you coming out. I know you're you're a busy, busy man because we had talked originally what like two months ago. Uh, well, about three weeks ago, yeah. And we we tried to, we tried to schedule something, and I was out of town. I'm out of town probably. Like I think I've been in town 14 days this year so far since no 2021 started. Yeah, so I just got back in Friday night and I leave again next Wednesday. So God, yeah, damn, and that's mm-hmm. between your competitions between well, yeah, Monster. I travel. I cover 11 states for Monster um, for the health and fitness chain. So I go all the way up to Chicago, Wisconsin, Michigan, um, Texas. You know, all the way through the middle of the U.S. So right. pretty much I run the central U.S. for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in I'm in the military, Texas National Guard. I'm an instructor for them for medical and master fitness trainer. Okay. Uh, plus competitions. I was in Miami last year, Orlando. Phoenix, uh, uh, up in Ohio for the Arnold, so right. it, just, it keeps me busy. So, so what got you into the whole world of fitness in the to, in the beginning? And what, what's weird is my entire life now is is in the fitness industry, like around mm-hmm. it somehow. So, right. um, I was military. Uh, I started, you know, going on deployments all the times. So all you have to do is work out and sleep, right, and go yeah. on your patrols and stuff. So, <laughs> I, I started training over there. I was in the Army powerlifting team, so I was. Okay. Uh, I was a world bench press champion for a little while, a world what? record world record holder for a little while for bench press. What was the uh, record? Um, so at 181, I benched uh, 425 raw. And this is, you know, yeah, this is 15 years ago, and now guys have blown that out the water. But right. back then, but, you know, everything's kind of progressed. Like, nobody's <laughs> ran the fastest mile until they've ran the fastest mile. Now everybody's yeah. beat that, right? Right, so, yeah. right. So, um, and then, um, so I got it. So when I got out of active duty, I stayed here in El Paso. I was getting my degree in kinesiology, trying to be a physical therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, I became a contractor for the military and, you know, contract work is you work for three months, you're off for a month. You work right. for three months. So during my off time, I decided to open a gym, you know, okay. I, was already, I was already competing in bodybuilding, powerlifting and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, I opened a gym and then all of a sudden, you know, I became one of the, I guess, pioneers in El Paso mm-hmm. for bodybuilding. There was a few of us that are old school heads mm-hmm. that, are, that are here. 
Um, and we, before social media, before it was cool, you know, before, <laughs> before everybody, you know, for, for OnlyFans, you know, for all that stuff. And so, uh, we, uh, we started it here and then I, I became one of the top national competitors, got sponsored by a world, uh, wide organization and then Damn. went from there. Yeah. So, so how, how do you go get like that sponsorship? Like, do they, do you got to send in like a resume, like a video or do they just, so, how does that work? Yeah. So, I mean, there's different ways of doing it, but basically you kind of put your name out there for them. You, mm -hmm. you kind of have a brand that you get behind low. Big problem people do is they get behind 50 different brands. Right. They'll shout out right. this pre-workout, and the next day they're at this pre-workout, and right. brands want to see loyalty. You know, they want guys yeah. that are like diehards, right? So mm -hmm. they want somebody that's going to go out there and bleed it for them, like go out there and like just pitch it to their friends because this is their favorite thing, right. not you just trying to get a sponsorship. And that's yeah. kind of how it worked out. Um, one of the reps for one of the owners, co-owners of ProSubs, he actually came in town, came to my gym, mm -hmm. and I told him, "Oh, I'm getting ready for nationals. You know, I, was, I already won Texas State a couple of times. I was a you know top bodybuilder in, right. in the U.S." And uh, he's like, well, let me give you a little sponsorship. And, in, and back then, sponsorships were like, hey, here's 25% off, right? So that's, yeah. that's what you got. <laughs> now, now, now people want you to like pay their house payments and stuff. You know, oh, like, it's different. Um, but back then, it was just like, hey, you get, you know, you get two free products a month or whatever. Right. Well, I, I was demoing for them. I was going to stores and gyms and like doing, setting up booths and doing that stuff. Well, I'd call them up and like, okay, here's the next order. Here's this right here. I sold, a, you know, two thousand dollars of the product in these three hours and they're Jesus. like hey we're gonna offer you a job so uh <laughs> post ups call me and they moved me to houston uh in like two weeks they're like hey we need you to be in houston in like two weeks so they moved mm. me to houston um i had somebody running my my gym at the time i had my gym for 13 years now uh um, from that from right now yeah so so what's the name of the gym that we can shout it out uh show off fitness show off yeah. fitness so we're known for our competitors our bodybuilding our hardcore mm -hmm. uh 24 hours no contract you know we're pretty good at hardcore i got Is it a judgment free zone no we judge the shit <laughs> yeah we judge the shit out of you no, I, I'm just kidding. I could see it. I, I, I feel I feel the judgment already. Like, as soon as you walk in the door, what's your body fat? Yeah. Step on, come in. Step, step, on, come in. step on the scale, please. No, we uh, we we have all we have great uh, athletes there. Like people are in phenomenal shape, but they mm. don't start that way. You know, everybody right. comes mm -hmm. in. They're like, man, everybody in here is in great shape. I'm like, it's just because we have some of the most knowledgeable trainers. I'm a nutritionist by degree, or I have a degree in nutritionist. Mm. Okay. We have we have the, the meal prep there. We have everything you need to get mm. where you want right. to get. So it's a, it's all in one compass thing. You know, right? Is it one gym here? Yeah. I have two so i just opened my second one in december in the northeast so Dude. i've had the original one for 13 years and i've had the second one for three months so so when you opened the second one during the pandemic there wasn't any worry about like this should i do it right now especially with all the bullshit going on it kind of was an opera it's a blessing in the skies i guess okay. um you know, we had, we had to deal with the restrictions on the open, uh, you know, the, uh, mm -hmm. the capacity and everything. Right. But um, I found the equipment really cheap. So unfortunately, a lot of the gyms in Mexico have been closed down since February. They haven't been open. Right. So they went out of business, all that stuff. So I was going to go. There's some guys here. So the buy they own a gym in, in Juarez and mm -hmm. they bring equipment over here and sell it. Mm -hmm. Well, I went over there to go pick up one machine. Right. I'm like, hey, right. I need this machine. I'm gonna go pick it up. I got there. He's got a warehouse full of equipment. Oh shit. And he's like, bro, we've known you forever. You know, just pick out what you want. We can hold it. So I picked out about 40 grand worth of equipment. And he's mm -hmm. like. I was, like, I was like, I'll bring you the money tomorrow. He's like, cool, yeah, no problem. Like, so uh, he put it all in the corner for me, but I had nowhere to put it, right? right. My, my gym's packed out. So it took me about two and a half, three months to look for a business, a building in the Northeast because there's not really like decent warehouses up there mm -hmm. um, or anything. So I, I ended up being in a plaza right there, uh, right behind the Applebee's on 54 and Trans Mountain. Okay. Um, okay. And pretty good populated area. It wasn't as big as I want, but this uh, it's a beautiful gym. So right. we, we ended up opening, you know, in December and then luckily everything kind of just started opening back up. and. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it kind of worked. It kind of blessing because I, I got the equipment at a great price. You know what right. I mean? So I, it was an opportunity that fell in my lap. And yeah, I yeah, couldn't take advantage no. of it. Yeah. So with with yeah. all that, do you are you also doing? Is it just specifically weightlifting? Are you doing those? Uh, 
high intensity training classes as well? Or cause so, I know a lot of it's going that way we, too now. So I, I do have a functional. So I literally this weekend I flew in Friday. I mean, I drove in Friday night because um, mm. we can't fly anymore right now because of my company's like policy. There's no, right. no, no driving, mm. no, no flying. So I drove in Friday night late next morning. I was at the gym at 8am and we're laying turf down in, in the old gym, uh, mm. my older gym. Mm. We're laying like a, uh, like a thousand square feet of turf down. We moved all the equipment and like right. everybody thinks I'm nuts, but you know, <laughs> so we're adding more of that functionality to it. You know, mm. we're adding more, uh, more rigs. And so you can do like a functional training slash, you know, sleds and, and yeah. lunges and stuff yeah. like that. Cause it's kind of going that way where you're hybrid gyms, we're calling them now. So you're not okay. a CrossFit gym. You're not, um, you're not a powerlifting gym. You're not a bodybuilding gym, but you're all in, you have a little bit for everybody. It's all inclusive. Right. Right. So right. we're kind of going that way. So between all those things that you're doing, since you are a, uh, do you have a degree in this or you have a background in this? What, what is it that you prefer? Is it just specifically the powerlifting stuff or do you like mixing it all in together or? So we're known for, our, we're known for our bodybuilding, right? So we mm. put out so many champions, state champions overall. We've, we've won tons of overalls, um, championships. Uh, I'm, I'm top 10 in the U S right now as of, as of last, as of November, uh, we got another Jesus. guy. He's like another, he's like top six or top five or whatever, Richard, right. one of my trainers. And so we, uh, Devin's like in the top category. So we've got a lot of top in the U S right now, ready mm-hmm. for that pro card and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do a lot of that, but I don't, I could train any, I've been a trainer for over 20 something years. Right. I have a degree in nutrition. Um, I've been in the Kines. I'm a master fitness trainer for the army, so I can train anybody, weight loss, weight gain, mm-hmm. uh, powerlifting, you know, anything that you want to do, I can train for it, but we just, we're, we've been known for bodybuilding. Okay. Much. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a niche right there. Right. Oh, at what age did you start? So I started high school football. Of course, everybody, okay. you know, you did mm-hmm. that stuff um, in Georgia. So I grew up in Georgia. And what position then, did you play? Uh, I played running back and outside linebacker. Oh, oh, linebacker. Short and fast. I can see the linebacker. Short and fast. Uh, I, can yeah, see, yeah. I can see that linebacker part. <laughs> yeah, of <the> running back. <laughs> yeah, huge traps. Like yeah, short, low, low, low the ground. You know. So um, I started that, and then I joined the army at 19. Right. Uh, my first appointment was at was at 20. So as okay. soon as I got as soon as I landed here in Fort Bliss, they're like, "Hey, congratulations! You're going to Kuwait, right?" So oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> get out there and you, know, you got nothing to do all day but eat and train and mm. and you know and that's it, you know, and be, do your patrol, whatever your job was. And uh, so I put on like 30 pounds of muscle. Like Jesus. we would wake up. We were on an air. We were on an um, airfield, mm-hmm. uh, airport. We were guarding an airbase over there, and they had a 24 hour defect. So the right. army doesn't ever have 24 hour defects, but the air force and their food was like steak and lobster. Like it's mm. different, right? Oh, There's yeah. different levels to this mm. to the military. The air force gets gets down, right? Yeah. So we get up at midnight and go eat chow, right? And, and come back and then go to sleep and then get up at 4 a.m. and go work out, go eat chow again. So we were constantly, I put on like 30 pounds of muscle in my first deployment, which is crazy. Um, <laughs> All natural. And that's yeah, yeah. It was just like, it was like crappy protein from like the PX. It was like, yeah, it was like <laughs> muscle gainer 5,000. It was like literally like laundry scoops of protein. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that was, that was my first, literally I just learned, I started eating like as much as I should have. And then mm. I was training consistently and I just, you know, before that, you would just train to go. I grew up like on the beach in Georgia, so right. you would just train to go to the beach. You hit a little chest, pelt, yeah. little arms, yeah, yeah, yeah. and just run out to the beach and think you look good, but you probably don't. You know, <laughs> like how big did you get? Like how much weight? So like, what was your top weight? So the top weight I've ever been is two thirty five. I'm about two hundred ah, right now. I'm like two hundred one right and now. How tall are you? Five five. Jesus. Yeah, I'm like, so, Jesus. so I'm as wide as I'm as wide I as I am tall. You know what I mean? So that's, <laughs> Gotta walk sideways yeah. through like doorways. Uh, I realized about 18, 19 years old, I never get any taller, so I just figured I'd get wide. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> Take up the whole sidewalk. Yeah, it's not it's not hard to wipe your ass, though. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's, I haven't touched my back in about five years. <laughs> this is it. This is it right here. That's as good as it gets. Yeah. Gotta get one of those back scratchers. Right, that's what I have. A loofah on a stick. It's crazy. I'm gonna wash my back. With a- have, you, have you ever thought about going into the uh, whole pre-workout? 
uh, business side of it. Oh, too I, had, I have that company as well. Oh, so you have that I, going too? Yeah, so I had it for a while. It's called Mad Canvas Labs. Um, I have a pre-workout and a pump product. Because I've been in the industry for, for almost 10 years now as right. far as like the, the selling side. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I've been a retailer with my gym for four, four, 13 years. Mm-hmm. So I've been on that side. Then I got on the manufacturing side. I helped uh, I helped create a local business called Atomic Strength Nutrition. Something expresses the mm-hmm. uh, the owner. And I, mm-hmm. I kind of helped them. I was a vice, vice president of sales for them for a little while. Okay. Um, I worked for Cellucor, which makes C4. I make, worked for ProSups. I worked for... So Jeez. top names in the business and yeah. then now monster called me last year so now i work yeah. there for the health and fitness side yeah. i can't do c4 man that c4 would fuck yeah. me i'd get the i'd get those bad um because when i would do it i would be doing like boxing workouts mm-hmm. and i on my forearms i get a fucking a little tingling like like an itch almost yeah. like a rash oh yeah the beta and, alanine yeah, yeah you can't do shit when you got your gloves yeah. on you're <laughs> trying to scratch your face <laughs> yeah you're all fucked and you up know what? And with me it's the opposite i like that feeling Really? That, that to me, okay, it's working. Yeah. You know what I mean? So whenever no. I take it and I don't have that sensation, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, man, they changed up the formula. Yeah. Like something's <laughs> yeah. up here. It's yeah. not working anymore. It's a high dose of beta yeah. alanine is what it is. That's so what it's it like, is. So, so what beta alanine does, it helps um, like open up your capillaries so that way you mm-hmm. don't build up a lot of waste product in there. So it helps you kind of get rid of that waste. You know, you start lifting, you get like burning sensation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like a, that's an acid buildup, right? Mm-hmm. So this helps like filter that out. But that mm-hmm. itching you feel is actually an allergic reaction, a mild right. allergic reaction, but it's your body. Like you feel it in your lips, mm-hmm. your ears and your fingertips. Right. So yeah. that's like a mild allergic reaction. Usually goes away or gets lesser in about three or four weeks. But yeah, but people like that feeling like, yeah. it, it, you know, it's not really a very expensive product, but if they don't feel that itch, you're like, it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I, I remember I, I would take one that was called a shit. Was it going like primal rage or primal uh-huh. some shit like that? And then <laughs> one of my boys was reading the, the, the reviews on it. And they're like, if you take more than one scoop, you'll die or some shit like that. <laughs> causes a, causes yeah. death. I was like, dude, I'm on like a scoop and a half and I'm not even feeling this yeah. shit. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm, doing, I'm doing something wrong. Either that or I'm not swollen enough for this shit to work. Right. But that shit was, that, that, that's crazy though, man, with, with, with all that all that shit you got going on. Now, is it better to go with that energy drink or is it better to go with these pre-workout pumps so they essentially do the same shit so that that's kind of what we have uh what rain is with monsters there's just a, uh, it's called performance energy so okay. it's a, that's the category we're in so monster itself is energy right red bull's energy mm-hmm. bang and rain or what we call performance energy so they have like electrolytes and they have um they have a uh, coq10 amino acid so anything is energy plus something right so right. it's energy plus uh, pro- supplements, right? Mm-hmm. So it's what we call performance energy. So it, it, can, it helps people. Um, some pre-workouts are more meant to do certain things. Some mm-hmm. of them are more pump-based. Some are more mm-hmm. stimulant-based. It just depends right. on what you like right. um, as a person. You know, Some people don't like the high stim. Some people like better alanine. Some people yeah. don't. So yeah. you have a different one for each one of those, and that's mm-hmm. just going to find the one you like. But they're all different. Yeah, because I, I remember um, there would be some where they, I mean, it even tells you, like, if you're going to go to sleep within the next six hours, don't <laughs> yeah. fucking drink yeah. this. yeah. yeah. And I'd be able to drink it and then pass out within the hour. Like. Well, that's that's your adrenal glands usually, because mostly, especially since you you work at night, right? So yeah. you you have that shift. So your your circadian your circadian rhythms off. That's right. your that's mm-hmm. your sleep rest cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, so things that might work on other people won't work on you because right. you're you're almost fighting your adrenal system mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. like you know when you're supposed to be sleeping, your body's like I'm up, you know I'm, I'm right. doing stuff. So right. you have a it, you have a unique case where your body is trained to like withstand some of that stuff you know mm-hmm. so see that's why i can't get corona <laughs> yeah it's immunity bro I'm I like it. that's like the nice version of saying man you're all fucked up yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. you didn't see somebody no, I'm just <laughs> right I have this drink <laughs> try, this, try this energy drink it's more caffeine yeah. no, but it's good to know that you see that that's an allergic reaction because right. now that you mention it whenever i take it like my nose starts running yeah 
Like I get yeah. that so all the time. So the, the same time. same thing with the anaphylaxia, right? So it's just your body's reaction to something. It, it mm-hmm. pushes out histamines, and what that does is it makes your your nose run, makes your heart beat faster, makes your stuff your capillaries open up because your body's trying to process that through. Makes mm-hmm. you, yeah. uh, it makes makes you uh, poop. Yeah, I can't. Well, yeah, because mm-hmm. I always get that sensation too right after I take the pre workout. Because I take C four. Yeah, I take the that pre workout. Mm-hmm. I get the runny nose. I get the little tingling sensation. The I have to take a shit. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, an asshole. Come out of the bathroom. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> like, you take that shit. Uh, I'm good, man. Time that's, to rock. That's, <laughs> a wrong, that's a wrong kind of pump. That's a wrong kind of pump that you get in there. That means that your biorhythm's all yeah. fucked up, son. Like, <laughs> you got to try what well, man Mike's here just pedaling. You got to yeah. fucking hit that shit. Yeah. You're doing it all wrong, son. Yeah. You're doing yeah. it all wrong. <laughs> so would you say that, that with, so everybody, of course, you know, everybody's getting on the, like you said, we were talking about earlier about social media on the Instagram um, I know people that go to the gym will be there for five hours work out for like 35 minutes because they're posing and taking their yeah. fucking pictures so, social and, media mm-hmm. has changed the game in, in fitness yeah. it's just made everybody blown up it's made mm-hmm. people that would usually be not saying nobody but people that usually wouldn't you know decent physiques but not really but they're superstars because they get a following on there you know there's, right. uh, you know, if you watch how much stuff people follow there's some girl that has a, a uh, she does her hair or makeup or something and mm-hmm. talks about like murder mysteries and she's like famous she makes like so much money off that there's a kid mm-hmm. an 8 year old kid that plays with toys oh, and, yeah, and yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. on yeah. Forbes list now you know it's just yeah, yeah. social media has changed the game in a way that yeah. works before like I said there was no social media you had no you had no uh, anything but word of mouth so like you know mm-hmm. 100 people hear about you now you can get you know I think I, I got like 10,000 followers it's, yeah. like, it's it's not and I'm an ugly dude so imagine <laughs> you know you're, yeah. you're, a, you're, a, you're an attractive person you can get you know way up there especially right. chicks right so mm-hmm. um uh, yeah, it's, it's, social media has changed everything, man. But it's I'm crazy. sure also um, Photoshopping has changed the game, right? Right. Because I've, I've filters, seen, filters and Photoshop. Yeah, I've seen like filters a couple are. of, I guess, people that were they were sponsored, and then they come out later on saying like, oh man, all his pictures are, or oh, yeah. her pictures yeah, are yeah, Photoshop, uh, like, like bigger mo- company. Like, like uh, Joey Swole and Devin Physique and all them and like they had that st- and their their company made like I think so, the first so year Joey back- Swole was photoshopping yeah so not as bad oh, it was fuck. that Devin Physique guy he was making his waist look yeah tiny. I heard about that guy yeah, yeah. And, and and that was a yeah, shreds shreds was a mm-hmm. brand mm-hmm. and um, it was I mean that that company took off and it wasn't in stores or anything it was all online it was mm-hmm. all direct to consumer and they were making just hand over fist like and just you know people were paying these guys hundreds of thousand dollars mm-hmm. to train them and coach not each person but like hundred you know yeah. they'd have a thousand people wanting to coach by them because look at their physiques and their amazing yeah, yeah. Yeah. a lot of it they found come and find out it was a bunch of photoshops well eventually you have to go out in public right somebody's yeah. gonna see you and be like that's not what you look like <laughs> and that's the way the fitness industry is too we get ready for shows you know you're like you know five to eight percent body fat you mm. take you get like 10 photo shoots done you know you're in a photo shoot at the, at the park you're in a photo shoots in the gym you're getting photo shoots mm. everywhere and you use that content for the mm-hmm. rest of the year yeah. so you might be a fat piece of shit in the off season and then <laughs> And then you, you and you know you, you just keep posting those contest figures. Uh-huh. I'm like, man, you stay shredded all the time. Like, yeah, yeah, just don't yeah. see me in person. Yeah, right? <laughs> like that camera roll, son. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's how they do it. You know, you see some you see some girls and they're you know just shredded and then mm. come see them in real life. And you're like, mm, that's not what you look. Like. So, so right now is it off season or I'm off season. Yeah, so I'm about to start. So like I said, I just got done with a master fitness school and for the army, um, I did my last show in November, so I needed a little break. So um, I'm back up. I was I competed at 176. Uh, and in November, end of November, I got up to 215 and I just cut down 15 pounds to go to that school um, that I just got done with. So I'm about to start prep here probably in this next week. Then uh, you say like it's nothing. Eh, I just cut 15, got uh, 20. I mean, I can't even. I'm like, 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 like for I, you to cut down 15 pounds, like 
how much like time frame? Week or two, maybe. If I if I I fucking hate you, that's insane. I (laughs) I fucking hate you. It's it's just it's time. Calories in, calories out, and you know, and basically it's uh the cardio. I up my cardio. Mm. I'll play with my carbs a little bit, but you know, this is what I do. I'm a nutritionist, so Mm. if I can get people to follow, the hardest part to do is nutrition. Like going to get an hour workout in or a three hour workout to get 35 minutes done, but um, getting that hour workout is nothing. It's the other 23 hours Mm. that you got to focus on what you're eating, get enough sleep. I mean, all that plays a plays a factor, and that's what the hardest thing to control is mm. what people I can't follow you around and slap food out your hand you know what I mean yeah. like, <laughs> and everything we eat everything around us is fast food yep, uh, exactly. candy you know mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just hard to get but that's the whole trick is learning how to eat once I started bodybuilding once I got my degree in nutrition I'm just like now I know how to change a, change a body you know yeah, like, yeah. So, so with you having that, that background in the nutrition like when you start seeing a bunch of these uh, weight loss fads or yeah I'll go down like right now, like one of the bigger ones. Well, actually, starting to blow up more is the keto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's okay. your thought on the keto diet? Do you think it's worth it? Is so, it so keto is great for if you ever watched uh, some of the documentaries and read some. So I like to. I like to not just like be bro science, but I like to get behind it and like look mm-hmm. into studies and you know National right. Institute of Health and all that stuff. And uh, so keto is great for a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, a short for certain people that have like a celiac disease or something like that, where right. they're allergic to like uh, you know wheat products. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great thing, but in, it's good for really fast weight loss. Right, yeah. it, you'll lose you know 15, 20 pounds in a few weeks. Right, but mm-hmm. it's hard to sustain over time, and you actually it starts to change your because a true keto diet is like seventy percent fat. So you're eating like avocado, like it's apple. Right, you know what I mean. And you're eating bacon, and you're mm-hmm. eating like just fatty stuff, but you're having like almost zero carbs. Like right. less than like five percent of your meals can be carb carbohydrates like so no you have some vegetables but you'll have no bread no 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 rice no pastas mm-hmm. no nothing like that um and you're supposed to have very low protein because it's all supposed to be fats mm-hmm. so it's a great process for uh detoxifying the body as well so yeah. uh, a lot of people on the keto diet um it helps uh your liver enzymes clean out and stuff mm-hmm. like that but it's very hard to stay on and especially in america because we everything we have is carbs you know yeah, yeah. um and it's 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 just not I don't know. It's not sustainable. Exactly. That's right. the thing. Right? So everybody's like, what's the best diet? I'm like, it's the diet you can follow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> the, if, if it's something you can't, you like, if you hate chicken and I tell you to eat chicken, you're not going to like chicken just because I told you to like it. Right. right? So it's something you can do. It's all about portion control. Mm-hmm. And it's all about, mm-hmm. like I said, energy in, energy out. That's exactly. the science of it. And yeah, then right. you, you start playing with your carbs and your fats and your proteins and stuff like that. But that's, mm-hmm. but really it's just, you know, you got to find a baseline. And a lot of people, the problem is they don't eat consistently. Right. So you'll, you'll go on a, a to say 2,000 calorie diet for four days and then your other three days of your week you're on a 8,000 calorie diet. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. So the weekend comes and you're eating pizza and right. drinking mm-hmm. a 12 pack and you know what I mean? So, <laughs> and, um, and that's the problem is you, you're going at yo-yo effects. Your body, yeah. is, your body likes to be in homeostasis, right? It likes mm-hmm. to be level across the field. Mm-hmm. It doesn't like change, yeah. right? Your mind hates it, but your body loves it. It loves the same food every day. It loves right. the same time. Uh, problem is we'll go, like I said, we'll eat on our, our meals are on point, you know, always the Thursday. And then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we're just we're we eating once a day, but it's like you know Sunday brunch with right, you know right. like you're eating a bunch of crap and, and and drinking a lot and stuff like that. And so it throws your body off. You have to stay in that consistency, even though mm-hmm. you're going out and you're having some beers and stuff. You got to mm-hmm. put your meals in on time, so that way your body mm-hmm. knows that consistency. Right. Mm-hmm. If so, not, it's just, I'm going to store everything. Right. So yeah. when you're seeing, so like like I'll see uh, like the Rock. He's always posted on Instagram that he's getting a seven hour marathon training in or whatever. Yeah. Granted, he's a big fucking cat. And then on Sundays or when his cheap day is, he's fucking, he shows you this large fucking spread of food that he's mm-hmm. got, like six fucking large pizzas with like 12 sushi rolls. 
He's like, I'm gonna have me a little cheat meal. I'm like, God damn. So you can't, you can't. So your body makes what's called leptin, right? Leptin mm-hmm. is an anti-starvation hormone. So a lot of problems, are, especially females, they're like, oh, I'm just gonna eat 800 calories and lose weight, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, your body needs a certain amount of calories just to stay healthy and alive. So you're, and it's too smart for that. If not, we'd all be dead. Yeah. Because those females would kill themselves, you know, right. and, and right. their body would eat themselves away. So when you start lowering your calories like that over time, your body creates this hormone that's. Uh, your fat cells actually excrete it and it goes to your hypothalamus in your brain. Mm-hmm. It brings your your uh, metabolism down to match that. Okay. So if you're only eating 800 calories, it's only burning 800 calories, right? right. It's not gonna let you go into, it's not gonna let you die. Your body's mm-hmm. too smart. So doing that cheat meal like that, just one meal or whatever, mm-hmm. is recepting those leptin levels. It's telling your body that, hey, I'm getting food, I'm not gonna starve, and right. I'm, I'm gonna reset those leptin levels. So it actually spikes your metabolism. He'll probably wake up the next morning two pounds lighter. Because overnight when he sleeps, his body was just like cranking out like uh-huh. energy. Dude, you know, my what I mean? shit's been reset for <laughs> years, son. I ain't losing no goddamn weight. <laughs> but like I said, you could do it at one meal, but you can't do it every meal. Like right. some people, are like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to have Friday night dinner, mm-hmm. and then Saturday breakfast, and then Saturday lunch, and then Saturday night dinner, and then Sunday mm-hmm. brunch, and then it goes into that cycle. It's just a hey, I got to pick one meal and go all out. So I'm having right. dinner on Saturday, and usually I like to do it with my clients on the last meal. Mm-hmm. So Saturday night, go for it. You have a burger and fries and an ice cream, but have it in that one meal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't spread it out over four or five hours and you just not you'll probably feel sick to your stomach they'll probably right. mm-hmm. probably poop a lot and then you'll wake up the next day and you'll have a flatter stomach and feel better why, why is it just good for that one meal instead of just spreading it out a bit so you won't feel so over well your, body's, well, your body's only going to take in so much nutrients right mm-hmm. so it's only going to absorb so much and then after that it's just going to get rid of it right it's going right. to it's going to waste yeah it's all mm-hmm. waste so if you keep doing it over time your body learns how to oh i'm gonna store some more right it's going to mm-hmm. float around your body's like i'm gonna stick this away for later i'm gonna right. stick this away for later so mm-hmm. doing that consistently your body starts storing those calories away okay you know instead of, and then, but if you go, you know, if you did that one meal and go right back to your night, the next day, your body will actually use those calories for energy yeah. and reset those leptin levels so your metabolism will spike up. Dude. And like the day that you have your cheat meal, do you still work out? Or? So it, you don't have to. I mean, it depends on how your program's set up. Um, you know, a rest day is always good. A lot of people are like, you know, no days off and shit like that. Uh, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, do that shit when you're 40. Let's see, let's see no <laughs> days off. Like, right, so, or, or that or you're not going that hard. You're actually, right. you, you think you're lifting a lot harder than you are. Uh-huh. Um, you need days off. You need those rests. You need those cheat meals. Those things are important for not only the mental aspect, but your body just needs it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you're eating the meals, do you... Go with that whole with the with the usually what they say you get what six to eight meals a day mm-hmm. is what you should be having uh, not not big meals but you're having small portion meals throughout the day right. to help you go that along with your uh, protein drink or protein shakes and all that other yeah. shit right so basically it depends like you said there's all kinds of things out there right there's right. The keto mm-hmm. there's the fasted uh, intermittent fasting right where you don't eat from eight eight p.m. to noon the next day mm-hmm. right so you eat for eight hours and you fast for sixteen right right so um, what that's supposed to do is help give your a digestive system or a rest mm-hmm. right so that's supposed to be a lot of people do that for a little while um, there's one called 23 one so okay. you fast for 23 hours and you eat for one fuck that yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're supposed to get in like your daily so you say your daily amount supposed to be 3,000 calories you're supposed to get 3,000 calories in one hour I accept and, that challenge <laughs> <right>? <laughs> it's easy <laughs> uh, but I still call, and there's also you know the I'm, I'm on the traditional like you said bodybuilding style where right. I eat every two and a half to three hours on the dot um, mm-hmm. usually I'll do uh, a decent sized breakfast and then a smaller something and then a lunch I try to put the carbs around my workout because that's when I need the fuel right. right carbs are just a source of energy um, so an hour before my workout, right after my workout, is most of my carbs, and then after mm-hmm. that, it goes into uh, you know just meat and vegetables and fats, good All fats, leans and, so. and shit. Yeah. So Damn. and I do you know uh, I do about three to four meals a day, and then two protein shakes. Damn. Um, Damn, that's fucking nuts. See, I don't. I wish I had that kind of discipline. I just. Yeah. 
I'm too fucking lazy. The first week or two is tough. You're like, yeah. you're like, I'm not even hungry, right? You're like, especially right. if, you, if you're a one a day or two a day meal person, mm-hmm. yeah. you're not hungry. So, but once you get on that track, your body's going to tell you exactly when it's time to eat. Right. It knows it's on, it's on a timer. It's like, Hey, it's been three hours to feed me. Mm-hmm. And you start getting angry and hangry and, you know, and start yelling at people. That's, that's, <laughs> a, that's, that's just how it goes. But that's yeah. I would think that how hard you work out too, right? Right. If you don't, if you're not working out, but you're yeah. not having those meals. You need to create the energy yeah. for it to be feeding, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so you have what's called a BMR, right? Just mm-hmm. basal, basal metabolic rate or rested energy rate. Okay. So just for you, if you just sit on a couch all day, didn't move, you have to burn X amount of calories. And that's all you could, there's like a BMR calculator on your mm-hmm. phone. You can yeah. see what that is. And then you add a percentage for activity levels. Like one is pretty sedentary. Two is like you're Michael Phelps, right? Like right. you're swimming eight hours a day or whatever. So say you do it, you multiply that by 1% and then it's going to give you what your calories say it's 2,400 calories. Mm. So that's what you should be taking in a day to, to maintain your current, your current, mm. uh, weight. Right. right. So you have to take in a certain amount or your body's people like, Oh, I don't ever eat. I'm not getting either your leptin level, your metabolism so shot right. or you're sneaking in stuff. You're, you're drinking Gatorades, which are like, you know, two, 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 yeah, you're, you're doing a lot of, you're drinking your calories or something's happened. Right. But you can't tell me you're, you're only eating 1500 calories and you're, in your 200 pounds, it's not it's not scientifically possible. You know? Right. And like, does, does your body get beat up? Like, like doing all those transitions, like gaining weight, losing weight. And I'm sure your workouts, they vary in range. Right. So like when you're cutting, when you're get, building up, you know what I mean? So in my off season, I do what's called like a power building. Uh, mm-hmm. It's kind of like powerlifting mixed with bodybuilding. So it's yeah. a little bit of strength and uh, muscular strength and hypertrophy, which is like pushing the blood into the muscle. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I start getting ready for shows, I'll cut out some of those super heavy lifts. I'm not trying to deadlift like five, 600 pounds anymore. I'm going mm-hmm. back, you know, I'm cutting back way on the weight and it's mm-hmm. more of like high repetitions and stuff like it's more focused on the cardio and the diet and the stuff like that right. during the contest. So you do, that's why you need that off season rest. You yeah, know what I mean? Okay. I'll, I'll take a, a month off, not a month off from doing anything, but I'll take a month off from like serious training from the hardcore shit. Right. You know, I'm just like, Hey, I'm resting and I'm just eating meals and I'm enjoying life. You know, I t- mm. I, being that now I've been competing for what? 15 years now. Um, Jesus. it's, it's, uh, it's, you got to realize like before I was all into it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever go out. I wouldn't have a drink with anybody. I mm-hmm. wouldn't, I wouldn't try your, I wouldn't try a piece of this food because I'm like, no, no, I'm competing. I'm competing. Right. Like if that little bite of food messes me up on stage and maybe I'm not a good at competitors. I think I am. You know what I mean? Right. So right. now I've learned to like enjoy life. I'm like, Hey, most of the time I follow what's called a 90, 10 rule. Okay. 90% of the time I'm on my diet. I do what I'm supposed to do. 10% of the time I enjoy life. Right. Like when I get closer to competition, it's not like that. I do get more strict. I'm hundred percent on, but um, I have that discipline over years, but, uh, for the military and from mm-hmm. doing this and, and, but yeah, I, I, I just hate it when people are like, you know, they, they break up with their girlfriends, they quit their jobs and they mm-hmm. do all this stuff to compete. And you're just like, I don't know how you think you can make money off this, but right. you, like, <laughs> you gotta be like top five in the world to make a living. You know, most yeah. of these people are personal trainers and that's mm-hmm. it. And they're still IBB pros, you know? Right. It's not like the NFL, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's steroids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so do you do the whole, like the whole body tanning, uh, the bronzing shit yeah, that you gotta do? So we used to do that at my gym. So my gym used to do it for all uh-huh. the local competitions and stuff. And um, it's, it's really like you're painting a car. You know right. what I mean? So basically they're, they're washed, they're cleaned up, no deodorant, no lotions on, they're shaved down and you just pretty much take the sprayer and just spray them up and down and put two, three coats on because Jesus. the stage lights are so bright that they, they wipe you out, you know, if right. you don't have it on there. So yeah, we did that for uh, many years. We go to the shows here and we were mm-hmm. the title sponsor for tanning. Okay. And we would do all the tanning and stuff like that. But yeah, I still have to do. Yeah. Cause that's, that's hilarious. Like, I've seen the, the videos where the dude's, Face is quite, quite, quite. His feet are quite, quite, quite. Hands are quite, quite, quite. And he's like, bronze. Everything else is black. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? You <laughs> know what? Like, and to me, it's like, to me, I'm surprised that nowadays they're not saying, oh, that's being blackface. Yeah, that's, uh, right. that's being canceled. Well, right. Give it time. 
Miss Potato right here. Yeah. Start it right yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not not out there finishing with Pepe right. Le Pew. They're gonna go <laughs> yeah. on. Like, well, somebody, somebody's <laughs> listening. They're like, yeah. you know what? Like, Wait not, a not minute. Is blackface? Fuck. We're we're making a movement. Yeah. Like win in your own color. Yeah. So so when you see like these guys that are are nationally known, like say. One of the biggest guy for the what was it, Mr. Olympian, uh, Ronnie Coleman, Ronnie right? Coleman. Mm-hmm. who was a fucking he, he was he's a specimen of, yeah. that he was a work of art, but he his back and his whole body is all fucked so up. So if now, you ever right? see that video, he's in like yellow tights and a blue shirt. It's like it's the famous one on Instagram. He squats, yeah, baby, nothing but a peanut. And he squats like <laughs> it's like seven hundred eighty pounds or something. He's yeah. squatting. Well, he never goes that high. He usually stick around five or six hundred pounds or whatever, which is still crazy. But right. uh, he did that just for that video, mm-hmm. and he ended up herniated like three disc and like Jesus. like that screwed himself up just for that video. Right. Well, he kept competing. He was getting like pain management and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, then when he got out, they're like, "Hey, we're gonna fuse." Like when he, when he retired, yeah. they're like, "We're gonna fuse like five of your vertebrae in your lower back." Jesus. Well, you know all the screws and pins and stuff in there, and it's, that's what's causing the pain. And now he's mm-hmm. like, you know, he's had five back surgeries since yeah. since he stopped competing. You know, so he's crazy. a police officer now, right? <laughs> No, he was a police officer. He, he was, was a police he, officer. He was Arlington police. Um, so he, I've got several pictures of Ronnie. We've mm-hmm. been, um, and um, so he used to come. So I had a, one of my cafes, Fit Fuel, that I have. Right. Um, I had one in Arlington, Texas. Mm-hmm. And we, we serviced DFW for, for meal prep. And um, mm-hmm. uh, Ronnie Coleman would come in, Branch Warren, um, uh, Rich Damn. Piana. Okay. Uh, we did his meals. We did, you know, a lot, uh, several people's mm-hmm. big names meals and stuff like that. And those guys are, you know, larger than life, man. They're yeah. just monsters. You know, it's just crazy. But Yeah, dude, if I were to get pulled over by Ronnie Coleman, dude, I would not say shit. <laughs> right. I'd be like, yes, sir whatever you want. he had like a special, my wallet <laughs> he had like special shirts made special shorts he couldn't wear pants he couldn't wear the, like the vest were like like a like a 3x or something like that God damn. he's out there <laughs> he's out there in tights and shit <laughs> yeah. pulling people over squatting cars and shit yeah. rip doors off you know Man, dude, that, mother, that motherfucker was a beast so when it comes to like competition time how on edge is everybody just from like do you think it's because of the workouts is it because of the lack of of the good foods or just because it's the whole competition era where everybody's just from what i've seen it looks like nobody likes anybody at all well like everybody hates one everybody. one you're nervous as shit right you're gonna about to get on get on stage in your underwear in front of, of 500 people and be judged right, right. so like a, you know it's just like oh man i worked my ass off and it used to be man back in the old day was me and eddie g and mayo and rafa and danny mm-hmm. simon diego and luis marioni that were here all the mm-hmm. all the old heads that i said it started this yeah um we backstage we were best friends you know we were all oh, man laughing and joking mm-hmm. you go back there now it's like everybody hates each other they're like right. sabotaging each other mm-hmm. stealing their bands and stuff their warm-up bands you're just like bro it's not even like that i like to have a good time you know but yeah, yeah. i think it's a combination of that one you're you're dehydrated so you stop drinking water like uh, a day two out you know what i mean what? you're yeah so you so yeah we can get that thin look so, that shred so these guys are you've been drinking three gallons of water a day now you cut it off so you're still peeing jesus but you don't have anything going in so you yeah. like you're like on your and, and you think dieting's hard go without water for a few days yeah like that's 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 the hardest part like yeah. 12 weeks of diet is nothing it's like mm-hmm. three days of three days of no water like, why not do just like the sauna suits and all that shit like the boxers do yeah so we do that for a little bit if you need to make weight um the best thing to do is get lean right get mm-hmm. lean weeks out and be lean enough so you don't have to drop water right because your body's 70 percent water your muscles are 60 percent water mm-hmm. you can't trick your muscles you're not smarter than your body so you try to drop that water well what's it's gonna do is gonna pull it out of your muscle as well okay right so it's gonna pull from that muscle and you're not gonna have be a full look mm-hmm. so a lot of people do it because it's the old standard of doing things mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean it's the right way or the best way you're just not lean enough and you're like oh okay cool i just need to drop water i'm like no probably need a few more weeks of cardio you know what i mean like so, <laughs> you gotta be real with people so like what's your favorite what's your go-to cardio um so stepper uh kicks my ass um, okay 
Um, treadmill is easy to just put on the incline, like a, a eight, 10, 12 incline and just mm-hmm. walk, you know, if you're going to watch some movie. So you have different types of cardio. You have hit cardio, which is yeah. high intensity interval training. Mm-hmm. And then you have slow, steady state, which is like your, your stepper, your elliptical. Those are called slow, steady states. Okay. I like a combination of the two, uh, spin bike hit is amazing. So you get on a spin bike, mm-hmm. um, say you go 15 minutes and you go every two minutes, you sprint for a minute. So you go Jesus. two minutes slow and then one minute sprinting like you're racing somebody. You had to be done in two minutes. Yeah. So it's called us. Uh, it's called hit training and you burn way more calories like that, but it's just, you can only do it for like 15 minutes. You're done. You know what I mean? Right. Like you, cause you're sprinting for, you know, that, that half that time, uh, slow steady state's real easy, but you know, you don't get as many calories out of it, but mm-hmm. at least it gets into that. Uh, it elevates your heart rate pretty much. It right. burns those extra calories. Mm-hmm. So I like a combination of those. I'll do some slow steady state, um, for like 30 minutes or 40 minutes and I'll end off another five or 10 of hit at the end or start with hit and finish mm-hmm. with slow steady state. Damn. And the cardio would, would that be, I guess the, the latter part? So there's like different ways. Com- uh, Some people close to competition. So last 12 weeks, you kind of ramp it up. Like you want to, you don't want to get too out of shape on your, in your off season. So mm-hmm. you might do 30 minutes, a couple days a week. But I mm-hmm. mean, last show for the last one, man, I was doing two hours of cardio. I was doing an hour. So we call it dead man's cardio. So mm-hmm. right before you go to bed, you do cardio, you take a shower, you go to bed, right? You eat mm-hmm. your last meal, we wait like an hour, you do 30, 40 minutes, an hour of cardio. You go to sleep, wake up the next morning, no food in you, drink some water, get back on the thing, do another hour of cardio. So you Jesus. went, you, you cardio, mm-hmm. slept, cardio, and then you go watch your food. So you're drained, man. But I, I mean, body fat got on like 5%, 6%. It's just crazy. Jesus. Um, is, is there any, or how much science is it behind, or what's the right way for me to say this? So a lot of times I've, I've been reading is that you shouldn't be eating four hours before you go to bed. So your body can no. That's that's the, that's the, <laughs> so the rest. That's the big that's the big the big misconceptions like oh you're well because okay you're gonna go to sleep then what do you need energy for when you go to sleep you shouldn't eat anything mm-hmm. but when do you repair all your systems right, right now when you sleep right right now when we're awake our body's functioning right, right. it's not repairing mm-hmm. cells it's not redoing anything it's not replenishing our everything we do when you go to sleep you burn so many that's when you wake up like sweating right yeah because um, your body's like in this like overload type things and it's, mm-hmm. and you can tell if you ever look watch the sleep cycle um, you could tell you're in that deep that REM sleep you're mm-hmm. in that phase right there and every one of those phases has a different function like one function just replenishes the brain one function is like muscle cell recuperation one function is something else so mm-hmm. each one of those stages of sleep cycle uh functions happening in your body that's where it's saying hey you need to get eight hours of sleep so mm-hmm. that way you're getting this enough of those cycles in to, to replenish everything yeah i never get eight hours of sleep try you know you own your own business and work for people and yeah i was yeah. about to say uh, how, how much do you average uh, about four to five hours a night usually Damn. yeah so yeah, that's where i'm at yeah. what, what do you think about the i guess the the casing Casein, casein so um, casein, whey protein is actually beneficial. So you take before you sleep? have whey and you have casein. They're both from cow's milk, right, mm-hmm. or milk of some kind. Um, one's one's delivered from heat and one's from acid. So say you boil one, mm-hmm. it's going to give you one type of protein, and you put like lemon juice on one, it's going to give you another type of protein, mm-hmm. right? The acid from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whey protein, a normal whey or a whey isolate, you'll you'll absorb in about an hour, right? Mm-hmm. Casein uh, takes longer to break down, so you'll absorb in about four hours. So a lot of people like to take casein before they go to bed, so they mm-hmm. have that nutrients to burn. While they're, while they're sleeping so you don't kind of go but I mean it's really not big a deal because you're just going to break down all that food you had in for the day mm-hmm. you know what I mean so I, I, I eat a meal right before I go to bed it's usually a protein shake and like uh, Ezekiel bread or something like that mm. or you know with, with, with like protein peanut butter or something mm. right before I go to bed so I had those nutrients throughout mm-hmm. that five six hour break I have of, mm. of not eating you know yeah so when, when you have clients coming into uh, your uh, what is it Fit Fuel what, Fit yeah, show offs and fit fuel. Yeah, fit so. fuel. All right. So when you go up, when you have them coming in and they're like, "Look, this is what I'm trying to get," 
do you help them create a plan or do you just let them be like, you know, tell me what you want and we'll try to see what we could do for you, what you like, you know what I mean? If they want to sit down with me, um, I'll sit down with them and I'll say, okay, what's your goal? Like, everybody's got to have a goal. I can't, right. can't tread water and be like, oh, I kind of want to lose weight, but I want to gain muscle. I want to. So you got to have a, what we call smart goals, right? It's mm-hmm. got to be uh, subject. It's got to be subjective or uh, specific, right? I want a specific mm-hmm. goal. It's got to be measurable, right? So I want to lose 10 pounds or I want to lose 5% body fat or I want to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's got to be attainable. You can't right. say, hey, I'm I'm 400 pounds. I want to be 150 pounds. That's not attainable, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Um, it's got to be realistic, and it's got to be a certain amount of time. So, hey, yeah. I want to lose 10 pounds, and I want to do it in two months, right? So mm-hmm. then we sit down and we we look at where you're at. So I have a what's called an in body scale. So you step on it, it tells you how much fat's in your body and how much bone mass and muscle and stuff like. It's like a six thousand dollar scale, Jesus. but it tells you all that it breaks it down for you. Um, we can do your measurements and measure your body fat. It does that to that scale, mm-hmm. and then um, and then I'll sit down. I'll tell you, okay, this is where you're at right now. Um, usually, so one pound of body fat is 3,500 calories, 3,500 calories. That's what it takes to burn one pound of body fat, right? <laughs> so you got to sit down and say, Hey, we're going to take 500 calories off a day. Mm-hmm. Right? If you can reduce your diet, 250 calories, and you can increase your exercise or your activity, 250 calories, you'll, you'll lose one pound a week. Right. Right. So that's four pounds a month. That's eight pounds in, a, in two months. You know, so right. you kind of look right there. That's kind of a realistic goal. Like we can, that's doable. Right. Somebody says, Hey, I need to lose. I, I, I get it all the time. Somebody comes in like, I need to lose 15 pounds. Okay. When next weekend? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just stop eating now. Yeah, and right. Here's well, some, some of it, you can lose like five pounds in a day, but that's a water. Well, weight, so yeah, right? a gallon of water is eight pounds, 8.6 pounds. Right. So mm-hmm. you can lose you, your body is, you know, probably about, you know, five, five liters of water. So you can, oh, mine's more. <laughs> so you can, you can lose a ton of water, but your body is, well, like I said, it'll get to a certain point where it'll hold on to it. Right. And like I said, that's water weight. As soon as you drink that water, it holds it back again. Right. right. So you, mm-hmm. you actually rebound and you hold more water after you go through that water cut. But it's good for like, Hey, I want to do it for, you know, if you're doing weigh-ins for like wrestling or something like that, yeah. or, or somebody wants to fit in a dress for a night, you know, for like a wedding or something, mm-hmm. then, you know, try to do a low, low calorie diet and some exercise. And then that last night you can probably, you know, lose an inch or two by just cutting your water down to a little bit. But mm-hmm. you know, and once you start drinking and eating again, you're going to swell back up like, like Gee, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, do you think that people put too much of an emphasis on like, like air quotes, like weight? Right. or and not enough emphasis on body fat on composition right yeah. so weight is your gravitational pull to the earth mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. you could be 200 pounds i'm five five 200 pounds or you could be six foot and 200 pounds that's totally different compositions right because mm-hmm. um, i think technically like by the bmi you're probably overweight i'm right? i'm clinically obese yeah right so i'm supposed to weigh 164 pounds and I'm 200. I was two, like, in January. I was 215 or something like that. So how can you be into? How can you be a weight gym owner and be obese? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so fun fact. I was at I was at the VA hospital one day and. Um, little doctor was in there and he's like I stepped on you know the nurse brings you in right. they put you on the scale and stuff like that and I, you know I had like this I usually wear baggy shirts and stuff mm-hmm. so he's like um, well you're clinically obese and he's like well you had a surgery a few years ago I was like yeah I had a umbilical hernia I had uh, fixed you know whatever and he's like can I see it so I pull my shirt off and he's like disregard the obese statement he's like, <laughs> he's like can I touch your abs and he's like start touching I was like oh, that's kind of weird but it's fine <laughs> but yeah it's, it's, it's uh, they do uh, so BMI is just basically height divided by mm-hmm. is height and a weight ratio mm-hmm. right there's no muscle mass in it there's no anything else it's just height and weight mm-hmm. so this height you're supposed to weigh this weight that's your body mass index mm-hmm. body fat percentage is different that's gonna hey you're 200 pounds but 
you're 15% body fat, right? Mm-hmm. So the rest, you know, so the other 85% is muscle and bone, right? Mm-hmm. So you kind of look at that. And that's what's more important because that's what's going to tell yeah. your health levels. If, mm-hmm. Like, you know, your body fat over a certain percentage is very unhealthy, you know, um, because that's what's going to cause like, you know, future disease, like pre-diabetes or diabetes, heart disease, um, all that stuff like that. So what's a good body fat percentage a person should be at if they're not like at the competition level? Just right, just a normal. Uh, yeah. Males, I think it's 24, um, 24 or less. And then mm-hmm. females is, I think, 28 to 30. Um, just because their composition is a little different, but right. females is usually like you know thirty or less is good for female and males is you, you want to stay about twenty four. But that but that's like that's someone like looking just like normal without right. Any so think about it, like it's that. like fifteen percent you start getting an outline of an ab, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. So ten percent or less you start having a six pack, mm-hmm. and then all that. So basically mm-hmm. you don't you know you got a little bit got a bit of weight on you. You're not too bad, but you're not like you know you're not crazy with it and you know that's what they're looking at is like okay what's what's the what's the uh the body fat the composition mm-hmm. how much of your fat how much your body because your body has to work so much harder it only puts out so much hormones right like yeah. like insulin mm-hmm. or something like that it's only going to push out well those fat cells take a lot of those hormones so when it does that it's hard for the rest of your body to to get to what it needs mm-hmm. you know it's got to supply a lot more does yeah. that make sense yeah, that makes sense I need to set my game up, son. Let me know. Bro. I just, I'm looking at this kid. Yeah, every time he talks, he's flexing. I'm like, this motherfucker. Because <laughs> that's the thing. Like, because I, I, I talked to my wife about it. My, my wife, um, well, she gave birth to our son um, in December. Okay. And she just constantly talks about like losing weight, losing weight, losing mm-hmm. weight. I told her like, like, well, what, what do you want to look like? You know, what I mean, like, do you want to just look like, like a stick figure or like, like what is? Do you want like some type of definition? Because it's not just weight. That's, that's right. the way I figured. Right. You could, a, lose, you could lose. You could lose weight. Fat. You can lose weight and maintain the same body composition. Mm-hmm. You can lose. You could be twenty percent body fat. That means say you're two hundred pounds at twenty percent. So you know you're 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 what uh, you're forty pounds of body fat, whatever, mm-hmm. right? And you can lose twenty pounds and still be forty pounds of body fat because mm-hmm. you lose muscle mass too. Your body's too like exactly. you said. Your body's like oh I'm gonna lose fat and muscle equally. If I don't work out, uh, especially especially prior lifters like guys that played high school football, right? Mm-hmm. They're like oh I played high school football, but. Now they're, you know, they're, they think they have the same, they started to lose weight and their body's like, okay, I don't need this extra muscle. I'm going to burn everything fat and muscle equally. I'm going to use it all as energy source. Mm-hmm. So you have to train a little bit. You have to give your body enough nutrients to make sure that muscle stays and that body fat comes down. That's where the multi-meal is coming in, you know, okay. four, four to six meals a day. Yeah. Um, make sure that your body has a constant supply of proteins, amino acids to maintain that muscle mass, but it's not um, overly eating. So you you don't store anything. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. And like from what I heard, like the general rule is like to maintain your, your, I guess your muscle is to have, I think it was like one pound, um, one pound equals one, one gram of so, protein or. So that's gaining. So the rest of the world, the scientific world works off <laughs> kilograms, right? So, uh, it's supposed to be two times your body weight in kilograms. Well, everybody's mm-hmm. like, well, bodybuilders should do two times their weight, but in America we use pounds, right? right. So divide your weight by 2.2, right? Uh-huh. Pounds. And you get, so I tell everybody one pound per one pound per uh, one gram of protein per pound of body weight. So if you want to weigh 200 pounds, set your calories, set your protein, just your protein mm-hmm. to 200, right? So that's mm-hmm. going to be enough. That's going to be plenty of protein to get what you need. The rest of it's going to be your fats and stuff like that. So okay. if you don't want to be super muscular, you can do that by 0.75, right? So mm-hmm. if I'm 200 pounds, I could do it 0.75 and probably come in at like 160 grams of protein. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll maintain a little bit. I'll, I'll lose muscle mass, which is if that's what I'm trying to do, that's fine. Um, but you want to, and then you make up the rest of it with fats and proteins. Okay. Does that make sense? That makes so, sense. But I guess my other question would be, um, let's say for example, if you want to, if you want to weigh, because I'm, I'm like about five ten. Okay. My what I would like to weigh at is like one ninety. Okay. One ninety, but with maybe like 12 percent body fat. Okay. So, in order for me to get, and now um, I guess that way, like right now I weigh like one, like one ninety five. Okay. With maybe like 
I don't know, 25% body fat. Okay. So would you suggest for me to take like one gram of protein uh, at the amount of weight that I weigh now? Or what you want to weigh. So set, weigh. set your protein to 190, right? Okay. That's what your goal is. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it's going to be played with with your, fat, your fats and your carbs. Mm-hmm. So um, usually for losing weight, I try to put the carbs on a lower scale. So you have that body, you know, what's your macros? Everybody hears that, right? Mm-hmm. Macronutrients are proteins, fats, and carbs, right? So those are your three macronutrients. So mm-hmm. everybody asks you what your macros are. It's like, what's your breakdown? So mm-hmm. if you want... Um, Say say it's um, say say that 190 grams of protein is your 40 percent. Usually I say okay, max your carbs there 40 percent. So that's 80, and then 20 percent fats, mm. and then start there for a week. That's your baseline, right? That's your baseline. So maybe it comes out to a, a total of 2,400 calories. Or if that's your that's the way you want to do it, you can say okay, my BMR. Remember I told you to do that BMR calculator mm-hmm. and put your energy in there. It says I need to do 2,400. Let's say 2,000 calories to make it easy, right? Mm. 2,000 calories is an even number. Um, so I would make 40 um, percent. I want to do 40 percent protein. 40% carbs, which is exactly equal. Both is four grams per calorie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, four calories per gram, sorry. And then fat is nine calories per gram. So you want to take out that 40% and then leave the rest of the fats. Does that make sense? So you yeah, div- yeah. take that 2,000 divided by 40, that's your protein. Mm-hmm. 40%, 0.04, right? Take your other 2,000, 0.04, that's your carbs. And then your protein, your fat will be whatever left. You got to start with a baseline. It's like mm-hmm. a science experiment, yeah. right? So... Uh, I can't just give you a diet and you a diet based mm-hmm. off what I think, and it's going to mm-hmm. work. It may it may not work, but I need to start somewhere. Right. I need to get you eating a certain, because I don't know how you eat now, mm-hmm. right? You could eat one meal a day, and it's 4,000 calories. You mean one yeah. meal a day, and it's, yeah. it's, it's 1,200 calories. Right. So I start you on a baseline diet. We, we check you in about a week or two, mm-hmm. and then we say, okay, let's make these adjustments, right? Mm-hmm. And we lost a pound. Great. We wanted to lose four pounds, so mm-hmm. we're going to adjust this, right? We're mm-hmm. going to creep those carbs a little bit. We might raise the protein just a little bit, but you don't want an excessive amount of protein mm-hmm. uh, because that's going to be hard on your kidneys and your liver. Mm-hmm. So. Right. And, and how it goes from what I hear also is that you can't gain muscle and lose fat. It's very hard. Is right. that, so that's, so, that, that's, so that's you, hard? Your body's like the only either, way that I heard is like steroids. You're either catabolic or anabolic, right? So your mm-hmm. body's either building muscle or it's breaking down muscle mm-hmm. so it's it can't do both right yeah, you can maintain what you have is what we're talking about by mm-hmm. still work stimulating the muscle stuff like that it'll that's why bodybuilders do that they'll get really big in the off season hopefully to build five pounds of muscle extra mm-hmm. in, yeah. a, in six months you know mm-hmm. and then they'll cut it down and hopefully keep that five pounds of muscle mm-hmm. right damn <laughs> so for somebody who's who's starting who's wanting to get started and is intimidated by the whole fact like say for example like say so now i'm 40 right and i mm-hmm. want to get back into into the working out but yet i'll go somewhere and i'll see something like you're saying like somebody who's shredded and mm-hmm. and whatnot and they're you know they're they're putting on weight and every guy well i should say every old school guy because these guys nowadays is fucking something different but every old school <laughs> cat is is like all right well this dude's benching 300 i need to be at least at 250 i can't bitch out too much right you know it, it grants almost snap my neck or some shit right. <laughs> i'll snap an elbow or some shit doing it like what do you recommend for people to get like to get into it because that i know it's important i know it's good it, it's 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 your body it's your health it's your it's your life basically that everybody should be doing it but i think a lot of people get intimidated by the fact that like you said i, I i'm gonna go in there i don't know what the fuck i'm doing i haven't been in a gym and i don't i've, I've had memberships I've never gone, but you know what I mean? Like, I, it's cool to have that little, uh, little fob tag. on your yeah, cheek. Yeah. That'll make you look like I, I work out, but I haven't lost anything because I don't go. It saves you, it saves you 10% of cold stone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like, like what what, what uh, advice would you have for somebody who's wanting to start but has that anxiety about going to the gym and seeing all these no, cats? No, 100%. Um, 
basically uh, YouTube YouTube is amazing right uh, mm. the internet's a good thing start at home man start start every morning every night with 10 push-ups right, right? start 10 push-ups just get 10 good form push-ups if you can't mm-hmm. do 10 push-ups go to your knees and do 10 knee push-ups right start there get that going you know that's a place to start um hire a good trainer like everybody like i said everybody doesn't walk into my gym in great shape mm-hmm. they leave in great shape right so they mm-hmm. they you know we have amazing trainers we have the whole food process we'll walk we'll take care of everything for you you know everything's mm-hmm. not just trying to push my place but there, there should be great trainers here there's a lot of great trainers in this town right. that, that do the same thing um you know trainers can do it they're, they're really expensive to what i used to be uh work with trainers in dallas mm-hmm. and you know we're really in to them but start start with youtube if nothing else so home workouts just you know um body squats body weight's amazing right so right. body squats push-ups uh crunches i don't i don't ever recommend sit-ups but crunches um uh, for your abs um why not sit-ups uh it's very bad it's more of a hip flexor exercise so you got these two little hip flexors right yeah. here where your mm-hmm. things move uh, it's very little bit of abdominals the very first like very first like six to eight inches is abdominals and the rest mm-hmm. of it's hip flexors mm-hmm. so i prefer you doing a crunch because that's going to be less on your hip flexors and more of an abdominal shaping yeah. tightening exercise you know mm-hmm. um so you have two types of abdominals you have rectus and transverse right so uh transverse is what makes your your stomach move in and out mm-hmm. and rectus abdominals is what makes your belly bend right mm-hmm. so um by having strong transverse abdominals we call them vacuums like you vacuum in like try mm-hmm. to make your stomach touch your spine that's your that's your transverse abdominals right mm-hmm. and um that's going to make everything stay flat okay. and then and then the rectus abdominals what everybody likes to see right it's a six right. pack but um, I don't recommend sit-ups because it's just bad on your back and it's and it's it's really just a hip flexor exercise. It's right, not, it's not great. So I know I've been. Um, I know we we've talked about this before, and I know you you've seen me when we when we had done a we used to go to a boxing gym. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a point so towards the end of the I guess at the end of the workout, at the end of the cool down, we'd be doing uh, leg raises and whatnot. And mm-hmm. I found for whatever reason, when I start doing a leg raise, my whole ab like contracts into a ball knots up yeah, yeah. completely yeah. to where yeah. i can't i can't even sit up like yeah. i'm i'm trying to find a way to lay out and i gotta lay out for like 15 20 minutes before i can even get off the fucking floor and go yeah. home it's because it's too much man i the thing with like boxing is like just like if you came in there and like i threw you in with like some of the bodybuilders like okay go do their workout you know they're right. doing they're doing 50 rep drop sets or something you're like you're you're not going to make it anyway your muscles going to lock up right yeah it's going to release all this uh, all this uh waste product and it's going to lock them up mm-hmm. you got to start with slower stuff like hey let's knock out like i said start with 10 push-ups right start with 20 crunches just like you know just make your you know shorten that little area between there start that when you get right. in there and you start with boxing man for one it's a total core workout right, right. so right. You're, mm-hmm. you're swinging your arms your body's you know you're hitting stuff um and then you try to burn it out with you know uh, 25 50 crunches or, mm-hmm. or, or leg lifts or something like that you're just going to knot up man it's just, you're just not conditioned for that yet see, and i've been noticing because so this this happened because we were already a few months into it so yeah. we're really well i was already kind of i was already used to it but then i've noticed ever since that happened anytime i start doing leg raises specifically my whole shit just locks up so it might be a small tear in there somewhere like yeah because like i've gone to a doctor and i've been like dude I, I got a hernia you gotta I, i'm losing my stomach i got something something's wrong yeah and everybody's like nah dude you're good yeah it's just probably it's probably the muscle tissue itself is probably um either strained like it'll and once it strains like you ever roll your ankle mm-hmm. you're always amped to roll that ankle again right so right. like when you when you get like a cramp your body's always able to cramp that again like it kind of gives that memory of that mm-hmm. um, so basically, you want to make sure you stretch it out, and get where you, you want to get right to that point where you're about to cramp up, and right. stop. Like you want to stop that. Don't try to push. Everybody's like, "Oh, push through the pain, push through the pain." That's how you get injured. Yeah, you right. know what I mean. So you want to get to that point. You're like, "Hey, I know I failed this at 20 right. or 25, so I'm gonna go to 20 for these next week, mm-hmm. and then next time I'll try 22 or so." You know what I mean? It's just got to be small incremental progression. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. yeah. So maybe my time in the gym's early. <laughs> no, no, no dude. I'm 41, bro. Yeah, I just turned 41 last week. So, so uh, damn. Like when it comes to working out, like. 
Um, as far as um the actual workouts, like the the repetitions with the weights, um, is there a big difference as far as like goal wise? Like if you want to, um, if you want to bulk up, or if you want to get stronger, or yeah, if you want to cut definitely. weight. Yep. So basically, you have three three uh, progressions of muscle building. So you have um, muscle endurance, right? Mm -hmm. You have hypertrophy, right? Which is your like your bodybuilder muscle, your pump, your bigger, larger muscle, mm -hmm. and then you have strength, right? So and mm -hmm. all those have a rep to weight scheme. Mm -hmm. So basically, your highest one is going to be muscular endurance. You're usually 15 to 20 repetitions, mm -hmm. and you're usually probably two to three sets uh, with very little rest, like 30 seconds in between. Mm -hmm. So you're just trying to train that muscle to be uh, very endurance, right? So it's, mm -hmm. it's going to be nonstop work with a, a small amount of work, mm -hmm. maybe 50 percent of your rep max, and mm -hmm. for for high reps, right, mm -hmm. with very little rest, and then eight to 12 rep range you're in that hyper hypertrophy right so that's hypertrophy means the flooding of the muscle with with blood and nutrients mm -hmm. so you're trying to go for that what they call that pump yeah. mm -hmm. right so you're trying to push blood in there um that's that's what we call the muscle building stage you want a larger it makes your muscles larger kind of more the aesthetic look and mm -hmm. then anything six or less and, and your rest for that would probably be like a minute right a mm -hmm. minute to or so uh, and then you get to the muscle strength which is six reps or less so mm -hmm. you're at like 80 90 percent of your one rep max you're lifting um, anywhere from 70, uh, I think it's 88% on. So you're 88%. Um, you're doing six reps or less, maybe two reps, three reps, whatever you can get out of it. It's very heavy. That's your power lifters. Mm -hmm. right? So you're, that's building a stronger muscle. It's not mm -hmm. putting enough nutrients in there. And, and eventually, a muscle will get bigger. A bigger muscle is a stronger muscle. Mm -hmm. But you're not focused on growing that muscle. You're just making it stronger. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So those are the three stages of muscle muscle growth. Yeah, because I've seen um, like a lot of, um, a lot of guys that, they're like they're not really that big but like fuck they're fucking strong yeah mm -hmm. like, and they're yeah. strong and like so to, to me i'm like how can you be like that small and then be that strong right because you I'm don't like, your muscle has to like get one, bigger it, at least for one they don't eat probably what they're supposed to to grow and mm -hmm. then two they're not putting enough blood in so your muscles have this little coating called fascia right so it looks mm -hmm. like a I think you have like a ziploc bag or a, a grocery bag around your muscle right mm -hmm. that's called fascia mm -hmm. and if you don't ever grow that fascia it can never grow like around mm -hmm. your calves has a really thick fascia because you use them all the time. And all it is is it's like webbing around your muscle. So putting that blood in there makes that fascia stretch out and allows room for growth. Uh, so you're, mm. you're pumping blood in there to get that pump. So that uh. makes that allows that muscle to grow. Mm. Plus you're putting more nutrients in there. You're making thicker fibers and stuff like that. Jeez. But you could be super strong and never stretch that fascia because you're only lifting three reps. Mm -hmm. right? You're lifting, mm -hmm. you're lifting max amount of weight for three reps. So a bigger muscle doesn't necessarily mean that you're strong. Right. Yeah. There's okay. a guy, I think they call him the ant. Uh, he's probably like 170 pounds. And he deadlifts like 780. Like, <laughs> he's just crazy, man. Just, I seen him at the uh, animal cage in uh, the Olympia mm -hmm. and little dude comes out there. You know, you got these guys that are, you know, six foot five, you know, world's strongest men type guys yeah. out there pulling 700 pounds. This guy comes out there. He looks like half my size, right? Comes out mm -hmm. there and just pull 780 and everybody's just like mind blown, right? Mind blown. <laughs> like just. This guy could just move weight. It's, it's all his technique. He just has amazing technique. Mm -hmm. So he does a deadlift, not like a deadlift where it's a hinge movement. He does a deadlift like it's a leg press. Mm -hmm. And so he, he presses into a deadlift, which is crazy. And that's getting too much into mechanics. But yeah. Like, <laughs> so he's cheating, basically. <laughs> he's cheating. He's, he, took, he learned, he trained his body how to do one exercise with another stronger body part. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, so it's crazy, but he's a, he's amazing. Look up the ant on YouTube. Um, the but, ant. Yeah. I, don't, I need to see this fucking yeah. <laughs> I mean, Like I'm just fucking so yeah. perplexed by it now. Uh, so I, I know they say 90% of what you look like is what you put into your body, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and 10% is actually the training or whatnot. Right. Um, when you got into the business of the f meal preps or the food prepping and all that, what first of all what got you into that way and how did you 
find out or, or, or decide this is the way or this is the right portions, this is the right uh, foods that I'm gonna be peddling right. or, or pushing, or I should say, not peddling. So, like I said, the first, the first, uh, the first couple of years, I told you I was a powerlifter, right? So, right. basically, powerlifting, you lift a ton of weight and you eat four pizzas and, and you know and, and ten hamburgers and stuff like that. You don't care oh, how sign I, me you, up. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> you, you're just going in to move as much weight as possible, right? right? That's all that we did. We would eat. We would train for like three hours on like you know just super heavy lifts and then mm-hmm. go eat a eat double, ten double cheeseburgers, oh. and uh, it was just crazy. So now bodybuilding is the opposite, where it's like the diet. So. When I first started the meal prep company, it was 2012, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was the first meal prep company in El Paso, and I was the first one in Texas, Texas with MyFit Foods, which is now closed down. Mm-hmm. They sold to an um, a investor for like $10 million, and then Jesus. lasts about a year, and they closed 80 locations in one day. So, Jesus. Because um, it got away from the, what? the, the personalization, right? right? So it got away from that. Um, basically, how it started with me is I, you know, I had – that's when I was – Competing really hardcore um, mm-hmm. uh, between 2008 and 2012, I think 13. That's when I was like five or six shows a year, and I was you know national. That's when I first started doing nationals, mm-hmm. and uh, I was living that life, and I was training. I think I had 60, 70 clients mm-hmm. um, that I was personal training, so I never had time to do anything. So I had all my meals and Tupperware, so I would be training clients one after another from like mm-hmm. six o'clock, five o'clock in the morning till nine o'clock, o'clock at night, mm-hmm. just hour after hour. So I would just be eating my meals out of my container, and everybody's like, my clients like, what are you, what are you eating? I was like, oh, this is my meals. You know, I'm getting ready for a show, and they're like. Hey, can you make my meals? Mm-hmm. And then you know, I make it for like two of my clients. And then, mm-hmm. can you make it for my husband? Can you make it for my dad and my mom? And so it turned in from like me doing just a couple of meals for a couple of clients. And then I had two of my trainers, my employees, and uh, my girlfriend at the time. And we were at my house cooking mm-hmm. like we were doing 120 meal plans a week. I'm talking about 120 times 15 meals. We were doing that for like so many people. So I ended up investing. Uh, into my gym I dropped like 40 grand and put a kitchen in there mm-hmm. and um, so yeah that's how I started the meal prep company but basically it was based off my bodybuilding diet when I first started you had three choices you had chicken turkey mm-hmm. and tilapia you had no no <laughs> like you, you, you had one seasoning you had three two carb choices you either had sweet potato or rice you got nothing else right you had a little right. bit of veggies and that was it um, and it was fine for me because I'm a disciplined bodybuilder, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but you get somebody's grandparents or some, you know, somebody's mom and dad in there, you know, they're like, I don't want to eat this anymore. You know, <laughs> right, I mean, right. bland chicken and you know whatever. Yeah. And, and so, we've evolved now, and I think we have like sixty something menu items, and we we, got, we just launched a vegan uh, vegan menu and all that stuff. So we're we're it's a whole business for me now. Now it's right. not just a hey, I'm doing this to help some of my clients out to help them get results. Now that's a whole separate business for me, which is mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, that is nuts because I know like some of the food I've had from. Uh, I know I've tried your spot. You're down the street here, actually. No, no, that's the other fit. So oh, that's the other one. So there's a there's Fit Fuel with P H I T. Mine's F I T F U E L. So okay, yours is right next yeah. to the gym. Then mine's yeah located. My kitchen's inside in my gym. gym. Yeah, okay. and then we we have four distribution locations. Uh, my Northeast gym, and they were on post uh, Fort Bliss and stuff like that. So okay, yeah, we have a distribution. I had one in Arlington. I'm thinking about opening one up in Odessa pretty soon. Odessa, um, that's yeah, random. Yeah, well, it's a lot of money there. <laughs> okay, and nobody eats right. They want to though, right? right like yeah. so, supplement sales there are crazy. Okay, um, gyms there are crazy. These oil field guys got money but yep. you know there's gut trucks just pulling up with like hot dogs and stuff at the site and mm-hmm. what if i can get them hey here's a week's worth of meals to take with you out there and right. you know that's yeah. gonna it's gonna blow up you know it's like crazy. yeah because i like like i'll say it so i've tried some of these meals here and and like well the, you know the different spots that, that, that sell them and some of the meals are actually very fucking tasty and yeah. when you're eating them you're like how the fuck is this gonna help me lose weight this is what got me in the fucking yeah. in trouble in the first fucking place right so basically they're supposed to be portion controlled mm-hmm. some guys here like I said I have a degree in nutrition so mm-hmm. I have, I have, I've done six years five years of freaking nutrition right? background studies like all this stuff so I, I know what I'm doing a lot of these guys here is like hey I know how to cook 
Right. I'm start a meal prep. I can cook for you. Right. right. They don't have any idea what they're putting in it. They're getting food from the local meat markets here. They're soaked in like Dr. Pepper and, mm-hmm. and sugar and stuff. And they're like, oh, I'm cooking your food for you. Great. It tastes amazing. Somebody's cooking for you. All you have is a personal cook. Right. You're not doing meal prep. You're not, right. you're not doing it for a reason. You're just eating some food. Somebody's cooking for you. Right. You know what I mean? If um, some guys are charging some of these meal prep companies and ours are pretty affordable. I mean, we have like a five for 30. So you get five meals for 30 bucks. We Damn. have a 10 for 55. We have 15 meals and 10 snacks for $86. So we have a really, I, I want to make it not only good for you and help you get your goal, mm-hmm. but I want to make it where you can afford it. Right. right. No. Take your time and see what it wakes you, makes you to cook all week long and, and calculate your time and how much groceries you spend. Right. Guarantee it'll be more than what we're charging you to eat. You know, and everything's mm-hmm. prepped and cooked for you. Disposable Tupperware, you know, pop it in the microwave for a minute and a half, eat it, throw it away. So you know, yeah. no cooking, no cleaning. No, that's, that's, that's what we wanted out of it. Right. Uh, we do a lot of, um, shoot, when the, the pandemic came and all the uh, traveling nurses, mm-hmm. we had like maybe 50% of the traveling nurses here coming in doing our meal plans because they live in hotels and got right. nothing to do. We do a lot of military, a lot of border patrol, a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff like that. So Damn, doctors that can't, you know, get their meals in. So we do a lot yeah, of that. people on the go. The simplicity yeah. of it is, is like, it, 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 that's, I think what, what makes it a lot more convenient instead of going, like you said, uh, waiting to go order a pizza, waiting to go here, right. go there. You have it here. You you know, it's good for you. You know, it's going to fucking set you up for the right goal that you want to attain. Mm-hmm. So you're good to go. Now, right. like you said, now it's after a while, you get tired of just those few simple foods, you yeah. know, like you were saying, like the, 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 when you first started the tilapia and the, the turkey and all that. Yeah. Like me personally, I can't do ground turkey. I, I think that's just fucking disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but that's, that's <laughs> so, just me though. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm picky. Right, you know what I mean, and and the fact that I don't evidently, as you can tell by my body, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Which I need to change because, like you said, I I just turned forty one as well um, in December, so I yeah. I I'm at that point where I'm. This is the heaviest I've ever been, mm-hmm. and I I had I had to come up with an idea of um, I was seeing the the I was I can't remember the name of the guy from uh, from the keto diet. Where he said he gained like uh, he stopped doing his weight training for six months and he gained like fucking seventy pounds and he said his idea was to come in and and start training people as if when they come to him originally so he could see what process these guys go through on a mm-hmm. daily you know the hurt the wanting and this guy lost of course he shredded he shredded down to right. whatever he was within like three weeks or whatever the right, fuck right. because <laughs> he's got muscle memory right? yeah he's got, yeah, got yeah. that discipline it's, it's, not, got the, that it's not the memory. same if you went you know uh, uh, half your life doing not being sedentary not working out mm-hmm. you're not gonna be the same if somebody that hey I used to be an athlete and, you know, that's what I asked about. What's your fitness level? What's your past? Did you ever play sports in high school? Right. Did you ever do this? So that lets me know, hey, I can push this guy a little bit harder mm-hmm. or I need to, you know, and that's the good thing about being a good trainer is knowing where to push and where not to. Like you mm-hmm. shouldn't be coming here and like to a trainer and like, oh, do a hundred pushups your first day. Like you're right. just trying to hurt them. You're not trying to, you're not, they're going to be so sore. They're not going to work out. You're not trying to make them sore. That's right. That's DOMS, right? Delayed mm-hmm. onset muscle soreness. That's trauma to the body, right? right? So you're not trying to do that. You're trying to get them functional. You need to work on their mobility. You need to work on their flexibility. Um, how much of their ankles move and their shoulders. Mm-hmm. You need to work on how flexible they are. Can they mm-hmm. touch their toes? Like those should be your first steps in, in analyzing that person. Right. You know, how much weight can you lift? Can you here? Let's do this for five reps. If you could do that, here's a good, did you struggle at all? Did you feel any pain? Those are, those are questions you should be getting from a good mm-hmm. trainer. Damn. Yeah. 
So then now, now the new thing going on is these the mirrors that are coming out. The Peloton, the, the, the Peloton, the, the, the workout mirrors, yeah. the tempo, and all that. Have you had a chance to use any of those or so, or, or fuck with those? I bought my ex wife a Peloton uh, last year. She loves it, right? But mm-hmm. she's she's been training for years. She used to run like marathons and stuff like that. Oh so, shit! And so she's been doing that. But I don't think uh, I mean there's different levels of the class too. There's like a beginner class, and right. that's good because it gives you some and you're and it's interactive. So right. um, you can go on there and you're in a class with like a hundred other people and mm-hmm. you get rankings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It keeps person uh, accountable, right? But it's not making them do anything, and um, you know it's not making you get your butt on there, right? Mm-hmm. Most people buy that kind of stuff and it uses a coat hanger. Right, they hang, right. Clo- they hang their they hang their clothes over it in the yep. morning or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's all great if you, especially during like COVID, like quarantine, nobody yeah. gyms right. were pretty much closed or whatever. It gets them to do something, but how much these people actually use all that gym stuff they bought? Right, you know they they invested you know ten thousand dollars in home gyms. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for that shit to go on sale so I can just buy it up. That's up all you shit. Yeah. What do you what do, what do you not want? No, I'll take I'll take all that. <laughs> I'll be right there and pick it up. Oh shit! Uh, gym number three coming up. <laughs> <laughs> coming soon in three yeah. months. Yeah, uh, like that's how I am. Like when it comes to um, because my wife she she loves to work out at home. Okay. And some people oh. have that drive, you know. They she, have that. Yeah, she she likes it. She likes to work out at home. But to me, I'm like, I like I just like the gym environment. I like the weights. I like right. the slamming it on the weights. Pushes you harder. Like, it yeah, like you I like, like to, to check out the chicks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like to check out the bitches. Well, I know. Like to be honest, I'm like, because I I compare myself to other guys there, mm-hmm. and how I mentioned like when well, they motivate they, 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 you too, yeah. it motivates you. Yeah, because I'm like, like this guy's fucking like skinny as fuck, but he's like stronger than me. Mm-hmm. So that's motivation for me to like, you know what? I have to hit it harder. I have to, I have to do do something change right so like me seeing other guys and the way they look i'm like fuck i wish look i look like that yeah, so no. that, 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 it's just it's motivation because when i'm at home i'm like and just look at myself i'm like it's just i'm i depress myself while i'm working out well mm-hmm. and it, at, like, your, at your I house have, i don't have that actual drive as opposed to when i'm at the gym yeah, at your house, you always have something else to do too. Mm-hmm. Like when I first started competing, I had this like four thousand dollars stepper in my house and all that stuff. I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna get up, and go to the gym and cardio, even though I own the gym, right? right? I'm gonna stay here in my in my in my office and I'm gonna do my forty five minutes of cardio before I go to work. Mm-hmm. Well, I start getting on my cardio, I'm like, let me check my email. You know, I get down, I start checking my email, I go wash clothes, I'll right. I'll do something else. So There's distractions. Yeah, so I go to the gym. You have nothing else to do but work out, right? right. So that's where it's a little bit different. Some people are self starters, like your wife. Like like uh-huh. she gets in there, and she's like, hey, I got my hour set out. I'm gonna do this. I know mm-hmm. what workout I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. Either she got it offline or she follows videos or she does something else but mm. she knows what she's going to do for that hour and she mm. sets time to do it mm. the average person you know even myself included as disciplined as i am i'm just not going to do it at home usually unless i have no other choice i'm be like hey you know what i'm gonna go to this gym where i can you know the shit's meant to be there the weights are all in place mm. it's not i'm gonna take the time to set everything up and then put it all back you know what yeah. i mean it's just not gonna happen exactly and that's what's good about my gym is like it's 24 hours so we've had guys that come in and like they're 500 pounds right and they come mm-hmm. in and they're like hey your gym's 24 hours, right? I'm like, he, like, how busy is it after midnight? I'm like, oh, no, it kind of dies down. They're like, <laughs> right. well, I want to come in. And I, so three, four, six months later, I come back. And this guy walks up to me. He's like, hey, Mike, I haven't seen you forever. They're like, oh, hey, man. You know, I got I get 1,000 members. So I don't know. Right. I don't know everybody, right, by name. And he's like, you don't remember me, huh? I'm like, oh, I, I remember your face. He's like, yeah, I used to come in here and I was 500 pounds. And now I'm, 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 uh, I'm like 285 or something like that. Jesus. You know, and he's just like, I've been doing cardio every night. I've been watching what I eat. And I was like, man, you just love hearing those success stories. And that's, right, that's exactly. what I like. like yeah. some, some guy who's in great shape already and like getting on stage, that's great, right? Congratulations, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Your, your genetics. And so, but like, I like seeing people. <laughs> I love it when people change their life. I love people when like, you know, they, hey, they come to me and say, you know, I, I got a, most of us like this. I got a scary note from the doctor, right? Mm-hmm. He told me if I didn't change my life, I was going to live another five years. And you come to me and I, hey, I'm going to fix your diet. I'm going to fix most of it. Can be fixed with food and exercise right. almost everything i've had doctors send people to me that are, are borderline diabetic 
mm-hmm. and, and and they were started taking metformin, which is a overnight uh, medication for diabetes. Mm-hmm. And in three months, not to say I can cure any diseases, right. but in three months, I've helped them um, get off their medication completely just by making lifestyle changes. Right. Type two diabetes is totally lifestyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn, with all the sugars. Like the whole sugars and fats, yeah. yeah. So it's way it's you know, um, unfortunately the Hispanic culture is uh, you know yeah. you live in Mexico <laughs> and you you eat you know beans and fried foods and lard and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the culture growing up with that is the guys go out and work in the fields and the farms and, mm-hmm. and meals right. and factories for eight ten hours. So yeah, you're gonna burn that stuff off. Right, but we right. don't do that here. You know, we don't go out and we don't we have the same diets because you know our grandmas and our moms cook for us. Mm-hmm. But then we don't have that same amount of energy output. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and being in the realm of bodybuilding. Um, have you ever traversed like with steroids or is so, like steroids like, is that like a big thing? So it's huge, man, especially you know, where we live at. But I'm on, I'm, I'm 41 now, so I'm on TRT. So mm, okay. I have a doctor, he goes, he does my blood work every six months. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on controlled stuff, I'm not, I'm not going crazy with it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm on, I'm on testosterone, hormone replacement therapy. Mm-hmm. So basically, my, my test levels, anytime after like 35, your test levels gonna start hitting the dirt, right? Yep. You're gonna start, you know, you start feeling sluggish, oh, you start years. putting, you start putting body fat on, you just can't, you start, your body's actually deteriorating after age 30, right? Mm-hmm. You lose a certain percentage of your of your bone mass and all that stuff especially women they lose uh 10 bone mass after each year after 30 so it's crazy Damn. but um so load bearing exercise is great but go get your blood work done i, I tell everybody there's a couple great doctors here go get your blood work done um who, some, who's your doctor so I, I i'm 33 right now so i'm so, like, i'm gonna cut the years go get a check though <laughs> I, I got i started mine i was 30 i was 34 when i started Okay, and he's like, "Hey, you're, you know, but I've, you know, I've deployed to Iraq. I've, I've had 58 vaccines from the army. So Jeez. who knows why it's all screwed up, right? Yeah. <laughs> My body screwed up. A little outbreak. Yeah, 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 right. right. <laughs> I'm always twitching. Uh, but um, go get checked. I say after age 30, go get checked. Some people, you could be 21 years old and have low T. Right. Like it's just a, it's just an imbalance that you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, your home, your body is just not repl- like producing it. So go to a doctor. Uh, Doctor Patterson's over here. There's a place on the west side. Um, there's another place called Any Test Now, mm-hmm. um, and it's on the west side. I think for like. 75 bucks they'll do your you know if you don't have a lot of people don't have great insurance that'll pay for mm-hmm. that you go to that any test now on the west side you schedule an appointment they'll pull your blood panel for that if you bring it to me i'll read it for you or you can just look it up online mm-hmm. um but basically i would go get that check but i, I deal with a, a company out of um out of florida called um uh, titan medical and basically mm-hmm. they, they run my whole program for me so they okay. they take care of my fat burners they take care of my everything and everything's done by a doctor so it's you mm-hmm. know i want li- to it's, it's a marathon not a sprint you know right. and these kids nowadays are doing sprints and they're yeah. not going to make it to 30 you know so yeah. Uh, it's it's a big thing, you know. I I was young and dumb too, but you gotta you gotta look out for your health because that shit ain't worth it, you know. Yeah, but, absolutely. But you know, after age after age 30, 35, I tell people go get your blood work done, check your test levels. Women go check your your hormone levels because they have testosterone too. They can be too much inner, uh, too much uh, estrogen stuff like that. So you need to get your work done. You want to? It's just quality of life you, you mm-hmm. you're healthier yeah. you feel better you i feel like i did when i was in my mid-20s you know what mm-hmm. i mean Jeez. libido's there uh the energy levels there uh, mm-hmm. strengths there all that stuff i could tell when i get off like i got off in december before i had to go get my next labs and stuff done i was out you know i was out of my my prescription and i, I felt like crap couldn't mm-hmm. get up in the morning lethargic mm-hmm. like i put on some pudge on my belly fat like it was just it was just like you, that's just hormones man <laughs> It's not like a bad thing. <laughs> a little pudge. Yeah. It's still a lot better than everyone else. I didn't have, I only had six, I only had a six pack, not an eight pack. This was fucking bullshit. The nerve of this medication. Yeah. yeah. I ain't that some shit. But no, I, I really, I really uh, agree. You don't, you don't, you know, everybody worry about what they look on the outside. Nobody yeah, worry right. about what's going on inside. So mm-hmm. these guys, these young kids need to go get their liver enzymes checked. 
they're you know they need to do blood work man because that's mm. you can't you can go years like that that's why all these bodybuilders are dropping dead you know what i mean like yeah. it's a uh, football player same thing you know yep. so all these guys are dropping dead because years and years of abuse and never getting it done oh i feel fine oh, yeah you feel mm. fine but right. your your livers your your kidneys are functioning at 20 percent. you know what i mean you don't right. know that you're drinking you're doing it you're you're you know all every day and you're, you're doing juice and you're drinking alcohol six days a week and your, your, your liver's shredded your kidneys are shredded mm. yeah all that the, the steroids alone they, they destroy all your shit internally yeah. right 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 internally yeah so there's each one of them does something different to you mm-hmm. um it raises your blood pressure it raises your red blood cell count if mm-hmm. they're if they're orals like pills are going to tear your, your liver up because they got to go through your liver um it just tear, it, it destroys you man so you got to you got to be smart with it and it needs mm-hmm. to be controlled by a doctor a lot of people want to use that and not put in the work you know right. what i mean and not like if you're 18 years old you don't need testosterone your testosterone is high as shit yeah you're humping door you're humping doorways and stuff right like you're not <laughs> you don't need to go get a shot of testosterone you need to learn how to eat and how to train right yeah so when I know we've talked about this before, when we've talked about like athletes, um, especially like when the whole baseball thing blew up and everybody's like, well, you know what? 95% of the people here were using steroids and everybody was fucking praising them at the time. And now we're looking down upon them like the whole Barry Bond right. shit. Yep. And, I, and, you know, we're thinking, well, if you're already at that level, why not just make it equal and let everybody go fucking full blown? Let them go right. fucking. That way everybody's on the same, uh, on the same level. With that being with that thought process being put into weightlifting, are there any weightlifters who have said that? Said, Why not just let everybody well, compete on that same? So some, there's different uh, federations, mm-hmm. uh, organizations, right? That, mm-hmm. that govern it. Some are tested, some are non-tested, right? Okay. They're all, they're all, they're all uh, in the public eye. They're all on, on paper. They're against it all. Right. But right. like NPC, IBB, you know, Ronnie Coleman's not going to get tested. Right. So right. nobody's <laughs> testing Ronnie Coleman. <laughs> you're, you know, big Ramy's not getting tested. He's 320 pounds and 6% body fat. You're like, nobody's, yeah. nobody's testing this guy, but that's not real. You know, that's yeah. not, that's not natural. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but, um, but there are fe- tested organizations and people are like, well, it's not fair. Well, you don't have to compete in that organization. Like you, mm. there's no rules of this organization as far as that goes. So mm. if you're trying to compete with that, you got to realize like, Hey, I got to be good enough to compete with that. Mm-hmm. Or I just got to be, keep it real and realize that they're going to, you know, they're going to beat me because they have, they have help, but you know, right. it, it's open, it's open playing fields. Yeah. Now you have the tested organizations and if you're not, t- they test you and they test everybody else and they'll blast you. If you see them, they'll put you on there and what your what you failed, you know, they'll actually, they'll, really? they'll put it on your, they'll put it on the website and everything. Uh, they'll put your picture up there and what you failed. So it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking animal, you know, like, it's crazy. Yeah, but, uh, I remember seeing this dude from New York, uh, uh, they they did a special on him before the the biceps that his bicep yeah. blew up on mm-hmm. uh, uh, synthol he was putting synthol yeah I can't remember yeah dude uh, his name is a uh, uh, can't remember his name he had a crazy guy always wear glasses bald head uh-huh. yeah yeah uh, what was his name can't remember his fucking name uh, anyway so yeah he's put synthol so synthol is you see those guys on like social media and they're probably 120 pounds in real life but they have bulging pecs and biceps yeah. that, that's synthol so all it is is they're injecting like a thick oil in there think of like a Brazilian butt lift for girls right they're right. putting fats in there or whatever mm-hmm. uh, or, or, or silicone booze but there's an mm-hmm. injectable right it's an injectable right. oil you put in there it doesn't move man it doesn't flex it doesn't you know I was an NPC judge for a while for competitions mm-hmm. guys will have chest implants or, or calf implants Damn. right you went to that far to go get calf implants because you can't work to grow your calves you know and uh it's just so noticeable because when they turn around that your calf doesn't move right like you're 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 six percent body fat bro you can tell if there's an implant in there right right you right. know what i mean you ever and seen a real skinny chick with, with fake boobs like you can oh. just tell it's just fake right and like, they're is all that, real is that against be... the rules no it's just you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna get a count on that if it's a judge mm-hmm. you're gonna see that and they're gonna count you way down on the list because it's mm-hmm. not it's not it's not like it's not that says you can't do it but you're not gonna get a good score because you didn't work for it right so yeah right. Yeah, it's fr- it's frowned upon. Right, exactly. It's fr- It's not against the rules, but it's mm-hmm. frowned upon. Yeah. And now, like when it comes to judging, 
Um, that's one thing that I always wondered. I'm like, what exactly are you looking for? So with bodybuilding, it's easy, right? So I'm looking for who's the biggest with the less body fat, right? So I'm looking mm. for muscularity. I'm looking for symmetry. Does the left side and the right side look good? Does the legs match the upper body? Do they have this big monster upper body and skinny legs, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm looking for conditioning. Can I see striations in the muscle? Mm. Now, when you start getting these new categories, it just came out a few years ago. When I, when I started doing it, it was just bodybuilding, right? right? That's the only men's category. And then women had like figure and in bodybuilding, right? That's only two for women. So now you got all these other ones. You got classic physique, um, now you have men's physique, which is in like board shorts, right? Mm -hmm. So the thing is you don't have to work your legs if you don't want to, you know, and, they, and these guys are like beach bodies and the girls wearing bikinis pretty much it's like, Hey, how skinny can you get and walk on heels? It's, it's more of a beauty pageant. Right. How do you, how do you, so when I was judging that, when it first came out, this is like probably 2011, 2012, I was a judge for New Mexico and they were like, I was like, so how do I judge bikini? And they're like, well, look for their charisma. Oh, judge them on their character i'm like they walk in front of me for 10 seconds right like how do i judge their character you know yeah. what i mean how much sass they have if they turn around and do like a little wink or whatever you know just like <laughs> are they flirting with me or are they trying to show me how good their body is you know right. what i mean like so i'm really not biased about it because it's, it's, it's whatever i know they they do work hard but it's very hard for me to judge that because right. i'm not seeing you know mm. you're not seeing the charisma you, you go to california everybody could girl girls and guys there could just put on a tan and step on stage you right. know what i mean because mm. everybody's got a beach body you know the guys are all you know flat waist and big arms and something yeah. like that. but it's not total work for me yeah because i've seen a couple of competitions like just like like on youtube or just like on on instagram and i'm like like how the fuck do you judge that i'm like to me yeah. like, everyone's a winner when you get to the when you, when you get to like nationals and nationals have like 1100 competitors right Jesus. like 50 60 in each weight class and each in each category has probably like eight weight classes right so you're mm -hmm. looking at thousands of people in a day and you're like what do i look for so you start picking them apart you're like okay this guy doesn't have calves or his hamstrings are small or he has uh his lats don't drop he's not as conditioned you start picking apart because they're like you said you got six people on stage at one time mm -hmm. they could all be pro they all look amazing right mm -hmm. everybody did their homework this is a national level championship mm -hmm. these are these are top in the u.s they all look great so you just got to start picking out little things like hey he's got more flaws than this guy and that's kind of this guy's the more complete package we're looking for. You know what I mean? So in these competitions with these crazy times that we're having now, are there are there rules about transgender guys that go into girls that they can't oh, compete because of the unfair advantages that they had so already? It's not confirmed, right? But we mm. and being in the industry as long as I have, and being I'm at every event, every show, pretty much because I, you know, I was a sponsored athlete for a long time. I was competing. Right. I was working for these supplement companies, and um, there was a few. Um, guys that were had the full change and were competing as a girl, right? Um, and and they were winning the category because they have the more muscular or whatever right. look. Um, I don't know. I think this year is probably going to be because everything else is coming out in sports and everything. Mm -hmm. I think this year is going to be something's going to have to come out. They're going to have to put something in writing, right? Right? Because I know one category, one company, one organization put something out and they they got like you know cancel culture got on right. right? So mm -hmm. it's like oh cancel this place because they don't let transgender compete in women's bodybuilding or whatever. You're like you're a dude. Like you're right. you're <laughs> going to be bigger than these chicks. You know, yeah, like, it's I an unfair it. advantage yeah, from the like, get go. It's well, like these, it's like wrestling, right? Like right. high school wrestling. You got a guy yeah. in there wrestling girls. I mean, no right. no offense, but that's that's. Like, that's bullshit. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna break somebody. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, absolutely. Like, and like, you think you guys can start like a like a separate category? Like that's for like them specifically. I think that would be have to do it, but they want to be. That's the thing is now you're alienating them. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So that's where it's gonna be a big a big fight, and you, somebody's gonna have to put down the foot and say no, or you're gonna have to let them in. That's what's gonna be. You know, and then you're gonna have people. Yeah, they're gonna be like murdering all the girls, right? Yeah. Right. Well, well, there's a there's a state that just oh, shit was it Georgia? I think I think it might have been Georgia that just that put something in the rule saying that any biologically Biological man born cannot compete in any woman's sport at all. Georgia and Alabama. Yeah, Georgia and Alabama. Yep. Yeah. So they, now, now it's so now it's it, it, it's getting to that point where, like you said, I mean, we've seen 
I've seen uh, this uh, MMA fighter. Uh, so I can't remember the name, but I think the last one was Fox. Where she cracked, where she's a transgender, she cracked two uh, women's skulls. Scratched her skull, while, she yeah. was, while they were fighting. And she lo- she loses one. Well, she lost when she was like 45. And she lost to somebody who was more conditioned. I was like, of course you're going to fucking lose if you go that long. Yeah. But the unfair advantage that you have, who knows what kind of what kind of hurt she really put on this girl on the long run. Right. Even though she won, it doesn't mean that 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 you didn't hurt her. Like you didn't mess her up. Yeah, like for example, like uh, you know, put it into the boxing. Um, Julio Cesar Chavez had fought a uh, was the, I can't I can't Belgian trailer. Okay, Belgian trailer was whooping his ass the whole the whole fight. He was gonna lose his first fight in ninety six fights or whatever. The last ten seconds of the fight, Julio Cesar knocked him out, and then everything was like, oh well, you know, he just got lucky or whatnot. And they talked to the guy after the fight. The the cognitive decline that this uh, Meldrick Taylor had before and after the fight was amazing. Even though he was whooping Julio Cesar's ass, the punches that he was receiving from Julio Cesar the whole fight, his way of his pattern of speech changed completely. Yeah, like he was stuttering now. It takes him longer to 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 figure out what you're telling him, and it's it that shit that fight ruined that kid's life. Yeah. You know what I mean, and 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 that's just to say, well, he om- he should have beat Julio Cesar, yes. But then at the end of the day, look at the fucking beating this person took. For example, you how how do you get back from, or how do you go back into fighting after having your 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 skull cracked? Right, your brain. You know what I mean. Your brain's damaged, right? So yeah. there's gonna be some damage to the brain just from the rattling. Look at right. look, look at look at a look at a whiplash, right? Right. So the brain floats inside a, a fluid inside your brain, right? Mm-hmm. So whenever any kind of jarring motion or hitting motion, it's gonna bounce off, and, and mm-hmm. the brain is such a sensitive. You know, I teach mm-hmm. this. I teach this from. I teach medical for the military, and the I, I teach head injuries, right? That's one right. of the classes that I especially CTE mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, yeah, TBIs, uh, traumatic brain injuries, and all that. So, so I teach that for the military, and the brain is such a sensitive thing. Like if one hit, one bruise to the brain. It's going to destroy a ton of brain cells, and right. like you got to learn how to, you know, and your the pathway's got to learn how to redo everything. Like you might mm-hmm. have to learn how to talk again, like you said, right. like the guy stuttering and stuff. That's yeah. crazy, man. Um, uh, yeah, just, I, shoot, I, I used to be an EMT for a local. There's a local fighting thing called Tough Fighting around here. Okay, uh, this is probably like 2007, eight, nine, or whatever, and they were mm-hmm. here in New Mexico, or whatever. And it was MMA type stuff, and I was I was pulling the medic for it, right? Mm-hmm. So I was I was an EMT for the military, a medic for the military. But I was pulling the medic, and this one guy goes in there and he fights, and then we loses, right? Gets knocked out in like a minute or so. Mm-hmm. Take him backstage. We're checking him out, taking him back into the locker room. We're checking him out. He's like, "All right, man, I'm ready to fight." We're like, "Bro, you're, <laughs> shit, you're done." He's yeah. like, "What do you mean?" He's like. You got knocked out. He's like, no, no, I haven't even been out there yet. He forgot the entire the five minutes. Thing, he doesn't remember walking out of the locker room. He's right. just ready to go. Like, it's crazy, man. Jesus. That's going to mess him up for years. You know, yeah. like, like, that little piece of your life he lost isn't just that few minutes of memory. That's going to be, right. you know, later years on. of rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's crazy. I, my personal opinion, and we have said this before, you, you, like you said, you can't segregate them or put out transgenders on the side because. They're not being included within, you know, right. within the whole thing. But at the same time, you've got to, as a person, you've got to understand you don't, you have an unfair advantage. Just biological differences. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You, there's no, there's no going about that. That's yeah. science. Yeah, <laughs> science. So you yeah. can't, you can't, you can't go against that. You know, and, and it's just, and it's funny because everybody's always going from the guy going to the girl. You never or rarely ever hear like girls complaining about wanting to jump into the guys league 
because it's not fair. Well, mm-hmm. that's what the, look at the military, right? So I'm in the military, and right now we're going through that big whole uh, uh, PT test change, right? To the ACFT mm-hmm. Advanced Combat Fitness Test. Well, it's a 58 percent failure rate for females. Jesus. And so they just put that thing on the back burner. Like we got to relook at this now because we can't have a. P- they went gender neutral. So there's no yeah. age limits. There's no gender. Everybody's on the same grading scale. Mm-hmm. Well, when, when the the, the thirteen thousand people they tested, fifty eight percent of the females failed it. Right. Jesus. So to, compared to like a 30 percent for males. Right. So they're like, hey, this isn't fair. Like we've been telling you that the whole time. Yeah. Like everybody's telling the military that you can't you can't have assessments like that and make them gender neutral unless you put the spectrum so far apart. Hey, right. just do five push ups and you're good. Mm-hmm. While these guys are up here doing 100 push ups you know what mm-hmm. i mean like yeah you didn't fail but you weren't good as you know what i mean that's, yeah. that's kind of where the military's at right now it's like they had to pull this test back and like we need to relook at this because we can't have a 58 percent fail rate because it's not fair to them mm-hmm. we're like well we you got to put a different standard you can't mm-hmm. have the same standard as us because just by and some girls can't some girls can go out there and kick yeah. ass right right, I, right i've right. had some girls come out there and you know show me up right so right. but that doesn't mean the average female is not gonna be able to do that yeah know? it's few and far between and right. what was the fail rate for the males uh, 30%, like 30%. 30 or less. Yeah, it was 25 to 30% for males, and it was 50, 58 to 60 for females. Almost double. Huh? Yeah. yeah. And like, like to me, like the funny thing that I, that I see is that everyone has an opinion about this subject, mm-hmm. but it's like someone that has never been like in that realm of like MMA fighting or boxing right. or any type of like right. um, combat sports. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how are you going to have an opinion or you've never even had that lifestyle? Well, have you ever been in the ring? Have you ever well, like, done anything? Well, look at these anything? poor kids. These yeah. girls are get, uh, losing in regular track and sports and, yep. in high school. Yeah, and they're, like, they're destroying records. Out. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're getting destroyed. And you're like, hey, you could have got a college. You could be ruining their scholars, college scholarship. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, hey, right. this girl was like the top in the state. Some dude comes in there and runs a 4-3. You know what I'm saying? Well, there's a, there's a, there a, a like a 42-year-old uh, the basketball player. The basketball player, yeah, right? Yeah. He's like 7'3", yeah. dunking over a bitch. Well, yeah, yeah of course he's going to dunk over bitches. <laughs> yeah. The, girl, the tallest girl's like 5'8". Yeah. Dude's yeah. <laughs> just fucking towering over him. Mm-hmm. And like, wow, this guy is something you've never seen before. Yeah. But no, he's, nope. he's a fucking dude. Put him with the man, yeah. he'll get dunished. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he looked like Bill Abeer. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, come on, man. Get the fuck out of here. This, this is ridiculous. And and I don't know. It's, it, I don't know why why... I don't think if I were to have that tran- that transition, I don't know why I'd have that same mindset of, all right, now I'm gonna beat every fucking female. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, I I don't I don't get what satisfaction you could get out of that after you know already that I should be able to beat every fucking female already. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's like where where's that where's the actual competition in there? Right. I don't I don't know I don't it's, know people's I've I've learned about a lot of psychology, but like I, I'm thinking of something in their psyche that thinks, hey, some people actually believe that I I am a girl or mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And that, uh-huh. that's good. But biologically you're not. You're stronger, you're you know, you mm-hmm. you hit harder, you right. you run faster, it's just it's just like, like your bones thicker and everything. Yeah, you have more yeah. bone density, more muscle mass naturally. Mm-hmm. You won't get down to where, you know, you're not gonna find a a 90 pound male, you know, just cause right. I want to be, I uh, want to be a female. You're not going to get down low unless you're naturally like that. Yeah. You're going to be 150 pounds. You know what I mean? Like, so, right. so, Damn. um, yeah, like I said, I don't know where it's going to go. It's just, it's just crazy to see right now the way, you know, Mr. Potato head's gone. <laughs> no, he's back though. Who? Uh, Mr. Potato. Oh, did he come back? Yeah. They said that, uh, that, uh, cause I mean, you're, they already have both. Yeah, male, male, Mr. Ma- and Mrs. Male, yeah, Mr. and Mrs. And I mean, fuck, they came out on Toy Story, goddammit. Yeah. Um, and, and they said that, that they uncanceled him. Okay. So then you got that. But, I mean, you got everything Dr. else. Dr. Seuss. Got, yeah, yeah, Dr. Yeah, Seuss. And, yeah, we got into all that shit, too. Yeah, the yeah. Dr. Seuss, the fucking Pepe Le Pew. 
Um, yeah. Well, he was a rapey, so no, yeah, that <laughs> he was just, he was fucking rapey. I was he, 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 he was, was just any guy at the supermarket at the gas station, <laughs> right? Is any French guy? Miha, miha. Yeah, he was the original Bill Cosby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm trying to see. It, 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 I, I like we we're talking earlier, dude. Like I can't even. Read. I can't even turn on the TV no more. I can't read the fucking news anymore because everything just everything's out of fucking hand. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Like this, this one girl came out and said that now math is uh, sexually biased. He goes two plus two does not always equal four. A hundred percent it does. I was like, holy shit! <laughs> yeah, she's like, she's like, that's completely uh, sexist and. Bi-. I was like, what sex? What rationality? What sex is a number. So, <laughs> yeah. so her her rationality was saying that since math was discovered and created by man by a guy it has to be on its basis sexist because it was made and created by a guy or oh explained by a guy i was like dude that so she failed math yeah and <laughs> <laughs> to say this, this is shit stupid. With some a, guy made it up with a straight fucking face i'm just like this and the worst part is you'll have other people like you know what she's fucking right <laughs> she's fucking but, I who who with any fucking, kind of authority is gonna listen to that and be like i agree with this girl we shouldn't do math okay but, figure it out there. What are you going to do without math? We're going to count something, but something a different way. That's yeah. called, that's called math. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And this is, and like I said, every time I see it, it's like, I'm just, I'm just wondering what is next. It's just blowing my fucking mind. Oh, like even the military, dude, they're trying to get rid of like, uh, his and hers. And you can't say his or hers anymore in writing. Like right? mm. there's no male or female. There's no more, you know what I mean? It's, it's just, it's so, they're trying to get rid of that stuff. You're like, you can't do, like, you just can't do that. I'm in the medical field, so mm-hmm. definitely I know there's a difference between male and females. Right. right? Like, like <laughs> medically, I have to treat them differently. Yeah. Well, even Congress has put it has put that in writing. That was part of the, the stimulus bill. They're putting yeah. that in writing that you can't say he, her, um, mom, dad. Now it's just parent. You can't say sister, brother is just um, uh, what was it sibling. Uh, you can't refer to mom, grandma, grandpa as that. It's just uh, parent of parents. And it's getting to the fucking point where it's just ridiculous because then the person who was pushing that, which is Pelosi, came out and said, give this whole speech about we are women, hear me roar. It's like, well, you, that doesn't exist anymore per your own fucking words. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or just like it's everybody like, else. Yeah, get yeah, in line. Per your own fucking words. You don't exist anymore. You're just it. Yeah. And that, that, that uh, you're a congressperson or yes. whatever, senator, whatever she is. And like I said, you just go down a whole rabbit hole and I just lose my fucking it's mind. Just, yeah, it's just the whole thing. It's like, I want to be different, but I want to be the same. Right. But we still mm. want to be different. Like, yes. Mm. We need more power, but I thought you wouldn't be the same. But we need more power than those people. And you're like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't yeah, get it. it's a lose lose. Um, so, so before we head out, dude, so let, let, let's give the people um, information about where they can uh, hit up your gems, get get your information for your uh, for anything that that you got going on for the foods, for uh, Instagram handles, your okay, all, all your contacts. So basically, myself, uh, Mike Gracie. I just try to make it easily. You know, it's it's hard to say, hey. Who are you? I'm um, um, JM775, right. you know, whatever. You know, so my name on on Facebook and Instagram is Mike Gracie, G-R-A-C-E-Y. Mm-hmm. Uh, so go in there and shoot me a follow if you can. Uh, the, the gym is Show Off Fitness. Uh, you got Show Off Fitness, at Show Off Fitness, and at Show Off Fitness NE, which is Northeast location. Mm-hmm. And then my uh, my meal plan in our website is Fit Fuel Grill. Right. So it's at Fit Fuel Grill El Paso and FitFuelGrill.com. It's F-I-T-F-U-E-L, spelled correctly, mm-hmm. Grill. Right, and then uh, there's a, there's another one out yeah. there, right? And we should be sued. Uh, yeah, he tried. To, he came to me like two years after I was open. He came in about two three years after, and somebody came called and said we need to change our name. I'm like, 
Um, check the filing, brother. I've been over for, like, for years. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, you know what? I'm not a person like that. Like, hey, everybody, there's, there's enough business out here for everybody. Right. I don't bash anybody's stuff. I don't knock anybody's hustle. Mm. Do your thing, man. Right. I'm going to do mine for sure. Right. Yep. So, so before we go, do any last, any last words for the people? No, man. Uh, I'm just happy to be here, man. I, I, I uh, don't think I'm that special, but it makes me feel I do a lot of shit. Uh, yeah. Like all mm-hmm. the time, I'm always busy. I'm always traveling. Right. Um, just like just love stuff like this. Get out there and talk. And I have I'm a plethora of useless information, so you know I'm always <laughs> yeah. available for that. Yeah. I, I learned a lot. Oh yeah, I can say that right now. Yeah, I, I, you I'm, answered like most of my questions already. I want to go work out right now. <laughs> I got you guys. Like, I want to work out right now. like a three-hour long podcast. I got more questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah dude, we appreciate it, man. Like I said. We definitely got to go hit up your gym, but you got the, the shit that you're doing, the EMT shit, the shit you're doing within the the army. That dude, it's, it's fucking awesome, dude. Thank you mm-hmm. for 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 taking your time to come out here. Because like I said, I know you're a busy man. You're in and out mm-hmm. uh, out of the city, and I know you got better shit to do than come with and talk to us for a few no, minutes. That's awesome, man. <laughs> uh, but we appreciate you guys. Until next time, guys. Deuces. Peace. Later.